0: The Comic-Con that is a mile above the rest returns in 2013, and it's bigger than ever.
1: That's right. Stan Lee's going to be at Denver Comic-Con this year. They also have George Takei at Denver Comic-Con 2013. Plus Kelly Who and Will Wheaton.
0: Friend of the podcast, Georges Jonti, will be there. So go online to denvercomiccon.com where you can buy tickets. Stay tuned. VIP tickets for Stan Lee will be available. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2013. Go online to denvercomiccon.com right now and purchase your tickets. Tickets are going away fast. There's
1: like two months left. Like, if you're still waiting, there ain't no time. Ain't no time.
0: Ain't no time. Ain't no time. That's what, that's what aunt.
2: Don't be left outside
0: staring at. Something the old southern time (laughs) places would say.
1: Honey,
3: honey, I love you, but just stop. (laughs) whoa
1: oh man i'll kick
0: you off my fucking show is what (laughs) i'll
1: do be careful he's in charge of everything that's right
3: i I run the house so we're good
1: yeah but you don't run this podcast
0: this podcast (laughs) is ran by me and edited by brad and put up on (laughs) it's attended by me who
1: are these people here ryan
0: i'm ryan to my left is Brad. brad to my right is james and to his right is laura Yay, Laura's here, so she can make fun of me on my own podcast. <laughs> this is that's deep, all I do.
3: This
4: is all Finally, someone who can put you in your place. I know, yeah. right? I'm,
3: I, well, I can't, I can't say shut up, I'm really bitch, the only because one who does trouble. It.
4: Yeah, we've tried. It doesn't work. And
3: yeah. I'm real good at it, so you guys are in oh luck. My,
1: these gummy bears hurt my teeth. Fuck. Why am I eating these? I don't know. And you oh, didn't oh, even oh. ask me if you could eat oh, my gummy I'm, bears. I'm a fat kid, that's why, yeah.
0: Gosh, just... Dig into my gummy bears whenever you want, James. I guess. I guess that's what we do here now.
1: I bet it's driving Brad crazy. I bet he could just hear me like, oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Can you hear him chewing the gummy oh, bears? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's it sound like? He has a mouthful of dick.
4: <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what that sounds like. <laughs> uh, but let's I imagine it let's would.
3: be fair, Brad. You know what that sounds like.
1: Whoa, whoa. Now you're just mean,
3: picking mean, on I'm, me. I'm, hey, I'm just, it's fine when you're picking on your, your husband, but now. Spellmaker. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, I, I did
0: some favors to get where I'm <laughs> <laughs> today. The, the sound part he's of the been, pornography was the worst. He's been <laughs> filming gay porn for ten years. He's back. So many. Memories. He started as a fully artist on porn, and it was a lot of. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. That was all right, but put some cummy oh, bears no. in your mouth. those sound more accurate.
1: <laughs> I don't think they should have fully artists. If they don't get the sound
0: recorded, they should just leave it out. If you want to hear things really clear, go on to tweakedaudio.com and pick any of their amazing earbuds and when you check out make sure you enter in real nerds as one word in the coupon area and you'll get a third off your whole order that's one word spell real nerds james
1: r-e-e-l-n-e-r-d-s
0: heck yeah so I tweaked on like a third grader
1: i was really nervous man
0: i know you know i always like turning you guys on it to see if you can handle the host <sighs> duties on me I,
2: oh,
1: boom I
0: can't. boom can you do it who knows you know what we do every week guys what we go see a movie yeah and we broadcast our experience of that movie to the world through the power of the internet. Yeah. Well, to like 16 people. but Who yeah. cares? Those 16 people? We reach out and touch somebody with those.
3: <clears throat> they thoroughly enjoy our company.
0: They do. Yeah. Thank you, Laura.
3: At least no, my wife is dick, supportive.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, she's after all of us.
0: Now she's turned on me. She's turned on everybody. I'll swallow your soul. Don't this do. week we saw Evil Dead. And to hear about Evil Dead, make sure you stay tuned to the last part of our podcast where we review that movie. Spoilers as well, so make sure you see the movie before you listen to our podcast.
1: Well, stick around up until we do the trailer. Yes. And after the trailer, ooh, man, we're just going to talk.
0: And then we do some really cool things here on Real Nerds Podcast. Really? Like what? We do. We get right into our fan mail, Brad, because without our fans, we're shit. Just nothing but big old
4: piles of shit. You're nobody without fans. That's right. People who... Listen to you and care about you and
1: <laughs> right? write into
0: you and criticize and, you know and criticize <laughs> you, <laughs> 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 like the <laughs> tell London you to get over
1: Yeah, review the London review. Film. They James. don't get like me, so, yeah. I don't <laughs> so I don't even know
0: who they are. That's how stupid they are. <laughs> <laughs> and they think they're because they're British that they're better than everybody else. come over here and drink some of my tea. You know what? We have better TV shows than you. If you watch BBC, they're hey, so much hey. better. Hey, wah, 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 wah,
1: wah. don't make fun <laughs> of British TV. Fuck British TV, besides East, space. EastEnders yeah. is really great. EastEnders I've is never, stupid. I've never seen EastEnders.
4: Yeah, Mr.
0: Bean? Mr. Bean. <laughs> I like Mr. Bean. I like Top Gear, but I don't need to be- Really? Bee, I don't have to be, you know, British show TV rammed down my throat.
1: I didn't know you'd ever watch Top Gear. I do. Oh, man. That show's great. It is a cool show. Oh, dude.
0: Damn. See, James, I just, you just learned something new about me. I, yeah, I
4: did. not You know what I learned, learned this learned week? What's day? that? What did you learn? I learned that uh, we're going to Starfest. We oh, Yeah, that's Fest. true.
0: Man. We were lucky enough to score a table because uh, we were planning on going and just wearing our real nerds shirts. I know we and lied say, to
4: everyone. We're saying yeah. we're just gonna show up it's yeah. to be
0: like, hey, you know, listen to our podcast, or you know, like what we did last year where we just bombed the tables with our business <laughs> cards. But this year we are given a table. We ignore these So Starfest fans, Saturday. April 20th. April 20th, 2013. The real nerds <laughs> will be at Starfest recording interviews with fans. Denver in ho-
4: Marriott Hotel.
0: Hopefully, Denver Tech Center.
4: Yep.
1: Well, the Marriott in the Tech Center.
0: Yes, Denver Tech Center Marriott.
1: Oh, but there is a Denver Marriott. Yeah, he's right.
3: So I know a large portion of Starfest is like cosplay. Do I have to go as Gwen Stacy? Is that a requirement? Yeah. It
1: is now that you said yeah, that. You yeah, said I mean yeah. that's the
3: only costume I besides like Wonder Woman.
1: You just threw that out there. Like, do I have to? Yeah, yeah. Now, now you, you have do. To. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I
4: thought about Wonder Woman. We have wig. have blonde
3: wig.
1: Totally.
4: Now we'll get that option out of our minds. You got to go. Yep. And yeah. Brad's going to be a Starfleet
0: commander, so that's you right. will recognize Brad nice. at the Real Nerds nice. booth.
4: I'm going to beam to the convention, nice. and uh, uh, you guys drive yourselves.
0: <laughs> that sucks about that we have to drive. <laughs> Maybe if we just hit it to, you know, warp speed. That's all right. But yeah, we'll be there. So if you're going to Starfest, make sure you stop by, record on the show. Don't be afraid. We love talking to fans, so you'll see us there. But back to the show, we also talk about things we have been watching. Then we do some real news, sad news this week, box Box office numbers. We also have uh, DVD DVD releases. releases, comic books, which I have one this week. Good. And then we'll talk about the talk about evil dead at the end yeah so without further ado there's my british con- contribution fancy, to honey. the show i'm so show.
3: proud of you you're so fancy
0: stop <sighs> ruining yeah. everything in british fan mail shit loads oh this week
2: fan mail
0: uh, when i say shit loads i mean it's more than we usually get, so yeah. that's cool. No, yeah, uh, it's we, a nice, you know... Yeah, it's awesome. We actually, Spattering. You're not going to eat some more of those gummy bears, that so you just yeah. were fucking complaining about it, James? <laughs> that sounds horrible.
3: Prat- <laughs> Please, I, I'm a nursing student that grosses me out. Yeah, yeah
4: it's, it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's like when you eat <laughs> it's, the foil, you know? It's, it's, it's lime, ugh. so it doesn't taste good either. And it, it's, mm. I feel like it's pulling the fillings out of my teeth. Ugh. Get your shit together, James.
2: <laughs> um,
0: So we actually got a phone call this week. Cool. A phone call from Cora. Hey. Welcome back, Cora. Welcome back, Cora. And I think she got tired of me reading her emails <laughs> because I didn't understand her. I still She's don't such understand job. her, uh, how, how would I even say it? Her
4: rhythm, yeah. I guess. Because yeah. it's... Yeah, anyways, listen to... Yeah, I'm sorry you don't sound like a girl when you read stuff. Well,
1: and she, you know, now that she's been on the show, she used to be afraid of hearing her own voice, but now that she's been on the show, maybe she's opened up to it a little more.
0: Absolutely, so, you know, here's what Cora had to say this week.
5: Hey guys, it's Cora. Um, I've been traveling all day and just listened to the new episode that was on last week, and I have too much stuff to talk about to send you an email, especially since I don't have my computer. So, first of all, It's really not cool that you're giving James shit for watching all of his British shows. Because I love Doctor Who, and Sherlock is fantastic. And there's a lot of, and Downton Abbey, like, for reals. He's allowed to watch British shows, and that's not cool. So let him watch whatever he wants, especially if Douglas Adams had anything to do with it. Secondly, I just went and saw the host. Um, which is, yes, a book written by Stephanie Myers, which is much better than Twilight. I read the book ages ago when it came out. And the movie is actually really good. Um, it gets into the metaphysical, philosophical idea of what makes a person a person. The movie does that less so. Obviously, the movie um, revolves around the, love, the weird love triangle that's created. But they did an, a good job, and it's a good movie. Um, it's a girl movie. I don't know if any of you should if I would recommend you going to see it. But if it's ever on Netflix or you ever see it for super cheap somewhere, you should rent it and watch it because it's pretty good. It's done much better. They have different screenwriters and different directors and producers than the Twilight movies did. And so it I believe the screenwriter was different. Um, and so the dialogue is a little weird to start, but then it picks up definitely through the rest of the movie. And um, there's a certain element of where the humans are living, hiding from the aliens. Um, that they end up at which was the coolest part of the book besides the the metaphysical philosophical pieces of it um And I wanted to see how they were going to do that in the movie, and it turned out really cool. And it's totally a place where I would hide from zombies or hide from aliens if we were invaded, if a place like that actually existed. Um, So, yeah, if you have any any interest in going to see it, I would strongly advise it because it's better. Or if you have free tickets, like you usually do, um, it's definitely better than Twilight ever was. But I would argue the book was better in the first place. Thirdly, um, Michael and I are actually, because of your episode that I just listened to on my way here, Michael and I are planning to go to Alamo Drafthouse House tomorrow um, to celebrate our third year anniversary that's going to be on Tuesday. But I won't be in Denver on Tuesday, so we're going to go tomorrow night, which I'm really excited about, um, since you guys, r- guys raved about it so much. Um, I think we're going to try and make it there since I'm in Denver. Um, oh, my gosh, there's a list. Um you were talking about Tamagotchis. I actually had a Warner Brothers um, Looney Tunes Tamagotchi that had Bugs Bunny and Tweety and Sylvester and things like that on it. So that was my kind of knockoff um, little pet that I had in the 90s. Ants versus bug li- Bugs Life. I saw Ants before I saw Bugs Life. And I actually really like the sick and twisted adult element of Ants, which probably explains a lot about what movies I... um Really enjoy and a bug's life was good but i was just older because i don't think that hits as broad of an age group as like up or if i mean nemo does i don't know it's got a different element to it and i always saw ants first so i have a preference towards ants um i don't know it's kind of weird i think it's because it's more adult i don't know and then the last thing is you guys were talking about video games briefly on the show, and I just wanted to throw my preference in there. I've recently discovered the Lego movie games, video games, and they're fantastic. Um, we've played Indiana Jones, Star Wars, and Pirates of the Caribbean, and they're super fun. And it's I like that they're not super violent. But um, Tomb Raider sounds badass, and so when Michael finally moved in and has the PS3 in my apartment, um, I think I'll have to pick that one up because it sounds like it's super fun, um, even if her face is – even if they put a little extra extra weight on her so you would want to protect her. I think that's a little crazy, and I appreciated your uh, misogynistic dialogue about that. Not that you guys are being misogynistic, but that you thought that – the dialogue created around her character base changed. I like I appreciated that as a female. So anyways, have a great show. Um I'm super excited super excited to go to Alamo Draft House tomorrow and I'll shoot you an email after that, let you know how awesome it was. Alright, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Okay, first of all, I will never see the host Cora, so we'll just nope. stop it. Right I'll probably go to I'll probably try to see it this week. Really? James James don't use your Free ticket on that No, dude I know
1: I'll pay We're going to
4: every movie Expecting it to be good guys
1: (laughs) Dude it's got (laughs) Trisha Ronan in it I like her Um, Mm -hmm. It's gonna be Fucking horrible But I will still (laughs) see it Alright
0: well I'll wait Till you torn it And then I'll steal it From you (laughs) I am not No 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 because if I whoa, torrent, whoa, 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 it, then so I'm not going have it for a chance. So you're going to torrent good things, but when it comes to total <laughs> shit, you you're not going to torrent. You will shell
3: out ten fifty.
1: I torrent. I, I I will torrent TV shows because it is too inconvenient for me to find them properly. Um, but I wouldn't if I'd found if I'd watched you know, it on TV. Hit, I wouldn't pay hit, any if money hit for it. You
0: guide on the TV. Yeah, on your cable box, you can search for things. So you yeah, can yeah put but that like, TV
1: is downstairs. <laughs>
0: So First it's where problems. <laughs> <laughs> Man. This yeah, guy. no, it totally is. It totally is. Yeah. TV's going to go away because of James. No, it's not. Because here's the thing. And then we'll be here's here on thing. a Friday night like every. And see, hey, welcome to Real Nerds. And then. FBI, get on the floor. Then James is going to be hauled off and he's going to, have to pay a $250,000 fine and spend six years in prison. Have you read those warnings before, no.
1: movies? Do you know why I torrent TV shows? I torrent TV shows because The Legend of Korra aired a year ago and there's still not a DVD out of it. And I've watched it four times since it aired because it was fucking amazing. That's why I torrent stuff. But they don't give me the content I want. A year ago, I'm no, but sure. I, what? Well, I've been torrenting longer than that. But that's my <laughs> that's my example. When that uh-huh. comes out on Blu-ray, I will buy it first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you going to buy two brokers on Blu-ray? Uh, no, that show. Well, you torrented that show. So yeah, but that show doesn't just got deserve lawyer'd. my money anyway. Anyway, British television is pretty damn good. Some of it.
0: Well, that's what also uh, what Cora was talking about. How we shouldn't be picking on James for British television. Yeah. I don't think Brad really was. I was because yeah, um, I was joking. Yeah.
4: I, I love British television. Well, and I the thing is.
1: The thing is, there is some great te- great British television, but Britain's just like here. They make garbage, too. It's just that we only get the cream over here. like We only get the stuff that's actually really good. Um, and yeah, maybe you don't like Downton Abbey, but in the same way that you don't like Mad Men. Um, no, it's but not, you, it, there's you not something- watched
3: a lot of British television. You watched... Kitchen Nightmares, you watch. Oui. You oh watch, shit! Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was the the Ramsay? Oh yeah, all factor, of all of Gordon Ramsay's
0: all of
1: Gordon Ramsay's seventeen th- shows yeah. this week
0: on the Gordon Ramsay. F- F- you watch, F- all the, you watch
3: like Talk Gear. you watch Bear girl I think was BBC
0: before uh, Bear Grylls was never. He was on Discovery Channel. Yeah,
3: dun, dun, but that guy's kind of British.
0: He is British. He's from the British Special Forces. And he's I know, very but like,
3: you can't Australian. say you don't like British TV because you watch all of that shit.
1: Well, no, no here's the, here's the problem. There's he's people like, out there who who will tell you, A British British television. That's my pretentious voice. British television is so much better than. You might as well Ryan say it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, you say. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> British television is so much <laughs> better than American television because they have like tea and.
4: Um, fucking am fucking redcoats and kings and queens. The queen shows up in every episode. Yeah. So you, just, you just sound ignorant. And, like, and it's there's really like
0: jewels and Big Ben and um that big Ferris wheel fucking thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, it's okay. I think it's called the eye. So last week yeah. in uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, you were cheering when they blew <laughs> yeah. up London. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> They've deserved Hit.
0: that since 1781 when we beat them last. <laughs> Burn down BBC 12. Two first.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, so you're just you're just adverse to scripted British television. Yeah. For some
0: <laughs> reason, I think it's as bow as exciting as watching grass grow.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I... Clearly you've never watched my lawn. Is it exciting? It's no. Oh, I well, bet it's more I'm exciting than Downtown just, Abbey because. No, I
3: I just started some seeds a couple weeks ago. It's pretty exciting. I,
0: I tried to watch an episode of Downtown Abbey because James says, "You know what? You should watch this show. You should really watch it." And this is why I did: watch it in the first episode. For those of you listening at home, I just nodded off, and then like as soon as it started.
1: The show's great. That show's really great. Uh, but then there's space. But it's not for everyone. So yeah,
0: space is great.
1: Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, I do love specific things. Yeah. And, and I
1: mean, do- Doctor Who's not for everybody, but Doctor Who, for what it is, is really good. Um. Yeah. I. Mean, the truth is, I don't turn my TV on that much. But when I do, it's basically just on BBC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <then> he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, I because give I still money to Dosakis so. yeah. James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ching.
0: <laughs> uh. What else did she talk about? She also mm-hmm. talked about. Uh, Well, the yeah.
1: yeah, Bug's
0: life is better than Ant. I mean, Ant's is better than Bug's life. Absolutely. And that is the worst thing I think Cora's ever said. But her defense (laughs) was that
4: it's because it has an emotional uh, resonance with her because the first one she saw. Yeah. So, but um, so, which I can you, understand
1: that, what, but well, when I, she I mentioned
3: I, that, like ants had like a more adult theme to it, Yes, yes she
1: did. And it does. Like uh, I said last week, there's like a sequence where there's like a battlefield and they go through and like there's, there's severed Aunt ants husks. everywhere and like, it's just horrible. <laughs> but I remember walking out of that movie as a kid and going like, that was like just boring and annoying yeah. and kind of disturbing for me. Um and but, it's you know the thing yeah.
0: my biggest knock too with DreamWorks movies is they're not as pretty as Pixar movies. Yeah.
1: Now I will say, B- Bugs Life is not especially now is not the best Pixar movie. Um, but it's still really fun and those yeah. those characters are great and I um, really I think it's it gotta, when I watched it recently. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not saying it's it's bad. I, I it just is it is more simple and more of a kids movie than some of the well and the other ones.
3: It's like typical, you know. Awesome Pixar. is really? they have a children's movie that has is really entertaining for kids, but it's also pretty cool for adults cuz it's, yeah. you know, visually stimulating. But ants, it had very adult themes. When I watched it as a kid, I was like, what the fuck ever? Like yeah. I don't. That's I don't what he said it. as a kid.
2: What the
1: fuck <laughs> ever, mom? <Miranda> fuck <laughs> ever, <laughs> uh,
3: But like you you cannot advertise the grasshoppers a kids movie and with adults. Bug's
0: yeah. life are pretty scary.
1: They are. Yeah. 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 But but I I think the difference is like Pixar now we when we think of Pixar we're, we can, we're like oh they can make a movie where they can make you cry and then you know and then be a fun kids movie and that's what we think of now and I, i'm just saying that when we when i look back on it it is more of a children's film than than some of their other ones you know yeah. but um, it's yeah.
3: also a children's film that like adults can an- yeah. appreciate and no, be no, entertained no, by yeah. which but as aunts, 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 aunts like great. if i showed it to our nieces and nephews they probably would be super bored yeah, Parker be like, Just
0: fuck saying. this bullshit, put in... Put in Jaws. Put in Jaws. Because <laughs>
1: Parker's uh, badass. Yeah. Maybe I should watch Ants again, but I'm not gonna. No. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Maybe it's streaming. To, to, you to know, to each well. his own.
0: And it has Woody Allen in it. Come on. Oh, dude, look. Bummy bears. The dude uh, who plays Flick is better than the dude Woody Allen playing the ma- main Ant in Ants.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Woody Allen.
0: Uh, that's why I don't like it. And she also mentioned some video games... That are really
1: cool. Yeah, she she should play Tomb Raider. It's she should badass. play Tomb Raider
0: because it's badass. Yeah, and I hope she enjoys Alamo Draft House for her Michael's third year anniversary.
1: Yeah, that's so oh, man. We were just there. It's that It's a really, is really good great. experience.
3: Actually, uh, one of my friends from work came with us, and he said, "I don't think I'll ever go to another theater. Like, I'm so spoiled here. Yeah, like it's quiet. No one talks during movies. You have a waitress who comes and brings you beer. Like, what else can you ask? <laughs> yeah,
1: for? yeah. And they're not really intrusive. Like, every now and then, no, yeah, yeah. I think about it, and I'm like, now okay. Are they pulling me out of the movie because they're walking in front of me? And I, th- I realize like, no, they're
3: not. No, and no. I, I realized like, I thought about it'd be an awesome job, to get a wait a waitress job there. But I, I could never. I'm so clumsy so much, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so
1: much crouching. That's what bothers me. I would yeah, go home no, and my back would just die.
3: You have to like crouch and carry a tray and not spill shit. Yeah, which in is, the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is kind of kind of you know. Yeah, a lot to ask of a server. So yeah. so kudos to, to the Alma Draft House yeah. people.
0: And hopefully we'll be doing things with them very soon. Yeah. So far, I've been tipping like fifty percent.
3: I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. I and when they have like their their popcorn in like giant steel bowls that mm-hmm. they refill, and it's good. It, t- awesome. it tastes like
1: real popcorn. Like it, it yeah. they don't pour They don't dump oil all over it, um, so it just tastes like, oh yeah, this is what popped corn tastes like. Yeah. So, Cora, let us
0: know how your experience at Alamo Draft House goes because.
3: Yeah. And they have awesome. a um, Abercrombie Blonde on draft. It's really, really good. I suggest you try it.
1: If you get popcorn there, they should bring you like a little cup of melted butter <laughs> that you can dip each kernel of popcorn <laughs> in.
0: <laughs> oh, we got a tweet from... Thank you, Cora, for calling in.
1: No, I'll, always. We got always.
0: a tweet from Kelly McQuaid. You guys remember Kelly? Hell yeah. She said, finally watched My Robot and Frank. Artist. It was cute and charming and charismatic. I may watch it again today. Thanks at Real Nerds for suggesting. That's uh, Brad's suggestion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Still Yay. one of the movies from last year that I regret having not gotten a chance to see. I'm so annoyed that it's not on Blu-ray. Uh, so, oh, that's right. They only had a DVD release. It makes yeah. no sense at all. It's insane. If you're only going to do one, do Blu-ray. Yeah. I mean, I guess you'll sell less. So that's a dumb thing I just said.
4: So suck my balls, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so here's
0: going to get a little confusing part on the podcast, guys. We got two emails from Dan's Oh yeah. So the first Dan is from Ohio. Danza. And he says, Greetings, despite your apologetic review, G.I. Joe, The Rise of the Cobra was an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> By far the worst thing I've ever seen on screen. Wow.
4: Oh, what and
0: yeah, I found can, myself.
4: Can you read it with his
1: passion behind it? By far the worst we're, thing I have seen on screen. <laughs> I mean, but you like, Nixon's reading it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you could see Rock's abs through his shirt. No, no, no. He's
1: no. talking about Rise of Cobra, the yeah. first one, not well, the one you saw. He's yeah. talking oh, about the one you had. The one seen. we
3: saw. Well, no, we saw. Well, that yeah, one.
1: yeah, yeah. You saw. Way, it. Yeah, we watched the like, drunk
3: ones. That's not yeah. And the Rock's
0: not in that one, honey. I know Rock is dreamy. Okay, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yet, I found myself won over by Retaliation. It did a brilliant job of retconning the series and washing away the outrageous stupidity that is the Rise of the Cobra. <sighs>
3: And you see Rock's abs through his shirt, which is pretty important. Yes, <laughs> Retaliation recaptures the
0: spirit of the original series. This is particular, in, this is particularly in evidence in the use of gritty material, mi- Fuck. gritty materi- military aesthetic, <laughs> and the toning down Are you a of stroke the over sci-fi there? elements. Right. <laughs> The retro look of Cobra Commander, which was pretty badass, yeah, and Snake Eyes also helped to get the series back to its origins. I always thought that was weird in the first one; you could see his mouth.
4: Yeah, what was that about? I didn't really realize until after the movie that they had changed his look because I'd forgotten the first one so Mm -hmm. much. Oh yeah,
3: that was a that was a really long time ago, wasn't it? Two
4: thousand
0: nine, I think. Two thousand nine, yeah. There's a concentrated effort to honor the source material that I really appreciated. I do agree with with you that some of the characters from the first film are missed, such as Scarlet and General Hawk, but the group of Joes in retaliation are tighter and better developed, unlike the first film, which tried to reinvent G.I. Joes. This one knows exactly what a Joe is supposed to be, and knowing is half the battle. (laughs) Oh, that was great! Oh, man,
1: he just slapped, oh. He won that that argument. That was amazing. Didn't he, you know, I was gonna argue with him, but nope, nope. Good job. Great job,
0: job, Dan. Appreciate it. I think so, too. I I didn't mind the first one, but I thought the second one was way better.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I thought
4: the first one was stupid.
3: (laughs) I thought they were all stupid, but like, you know, entertaining at the same time, so whatever.
0: Um, Then we got another email from Dan, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. Different Dan. Different Dan. He says, hey, nerds, I was hoping you could talk about the Evil Dead trilogy. Specifically, why did they start with a horror film and then head towards a dark comedy approach of Army of Darkness? I've only ever seen Army of Darkness, and it's so strange to me that it's a third film in a horror series. Thanks guys, nerd it out. Dan, yes, two time guest of the show. P. S. James sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Uh so I yeah, I mean, the thing with Sam Raimi and what a lot of people might not know about him is he's a really big fan of the Three Stooges. Him and Bruce Campbell and Rob Tappert, how they all produce their movies. So when they made the first one, they did one the reason they made a horror movie is because back in the early eighties they knew if you had a horror movie it had a better chance of making money and it was an easier sell for people because back it's interesting because back then it wasn't how they make movies now where you have to go through a studio and blah, 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 blah there. How they did it is they shot a a short called within the woods, which is basically evil dead, but a little different. And what they did is they took this eight millimeter film around, showed it to investors, just random people around Michigan and everybody invested money into the movie hmm. and that's how they made it. So what they were trying to do with the first one was make a straight up horror movie, but also make something that has never been seen on screen before. Yeah. And the, why the first one kind of veered into a comedy into the second one is just, I think Sam Raimi's um, I don't know how you'd say it is uh, his,
4: his sensibilities. His
0: sensibilities. Yeah. As a filmmaker, Is even the stuff... I mean, I think the first Evil Dead... And I'll talk about what stuff we've watched this week. Yeah. uh, The first Evil Dead, he tries really hard to be inventive and creative. But sometimes the stuff is so over the top that you laugh at it because it's so ridiculous. Um, And so going into Evil Dead 2, they knew that they had to go a little more over the top too as well. Because it played so much better in foreign markets. And the Hmm. foreign markets... You know, they respond more to the slapstick and things like that because that's why Ash and Evil Dead Two is alone for so long because they didn't have to worry about translating um, American horror and all this stuff. It's just a yeah. guy getting beat up, and so th- it just went to his sensibilities. And you know, all those guys are pretty goofy.
1: Yeah. Well, and it played like when you leave Bruce Campbell alone for a while, like all of that physicality just naturally gets funny. Yeah. You know, when you when you tell him like, okay, pretend like there's a evil skull that's biting your hand or your hand is evil and all that stuff. And just throw yourself against walls. Mm-hmm. Like it just naturally gets funnier. Um, yeah. Maybe funnier than it even would have been on the page when you wrote it.
0: And too, the first evil dad was rated NC 17. Oh wow. Before there wasn't NC 17. That sounds It's familiar. basically rated X. Yeah. Um. And so what Sam did with the second one too, is he like, I know him what Mr. Ramy did <laughs> with the second one is you'd notice that all the blood's different colors. Because he said, well, if I make the blood green, yellow, purple, and red, then they'll know that this is like a joke, but it still got slapped with an X rating. Hmm. And so he so he couldn't distribute it. It's really crazy because Dino De Laurentiis, who is a big movie producer in the mid-80s, wanted to release Evil Dead 2, but he couldn't release it under his company as with an X rating. Yeah. So the Evil Dead guys made Rosebud Pictures at the beginning where Sam Raimi just put his camera in front of a rose blooming, and it's a totally made-up one. It has nothing to do with anything else. Hmm. Uh, and then when they made Army of Darkness, it was, the original title was called Medieval Dead, and um, Medieval Dead, Evil Dead 3. But because it, they're all three owned by different companies, the third one was made by Universal, and they did not want it to be called Medieval Dead because they said no one's going to get the joke. <laughs> and they
1: Cause just, it's, Because it's not like hitting you on the head with the pun. Yeah. It's not terribly obvious.
0: So they decided to make a horror comedy fantasy movie. That's cool. And they uh Sam Raimi always wanted to make uh Ray Harryhausen skeleton kind of movie. Yeah. And so that's why even though they didn't have to make the skeletons animated that way, he did it on purpose because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. And after and he was able to do it because after Darkman was such a hit that he was able to kind of make the movie he wanted to make.
1: That's funny. And that's So it's almost like it's almost like those movies, especially the third one are are almost just different movies where he's playing in the same canon exactly um, you know he, you, you could almost look at them like the kill bill movies where the first one is a samurai movie and the yep. second one is a is a cowboy movie like they are you know two different genres the same the same series
0: absolutely and sam raimi's such a cool director that yeah every movie that he makes has a different feel even some people get so mad at spider-man 3 but to me spider-man 3 has a lot of sam raimi moments in it i just oh, don't yeah. think people understand it yeah and i will defend that movie till I'm blue in the face but, um, <laughs> it's just yeah, and yeah. so that's the whole story about the Evil Dead trilogy, and they all kind of
3: I think he does a really good job of like walking the line between not quite grossing you out or freaking you out but like entertaining you at the same time, so it's not it's gross enough to keep you engaged, but it's also kind of funny, oh yeah, which yeah is sort before of a place before to be. Evil
0: Dead today at the draft house, they had some interview with him bef- before he released Evil Dead 2 and he was there's a great moment where they're talking about how people were offended by the tree raping scene and he said <sighs> he didn't want to enter you know offend people he wanted people to be you know um i don't know entertained and shocked, shocked and... but he didn't want to offend people so that's probably another reason why too he went a little lighter on evil dead too.
1: yeah one well, it, it almost feels planned because well i i watched evil dead 1 and 2 this week as well um and 3 um and 2 like it starts as that horror movie like the first one is. And by the end of the movie, it's army of darkness. Like it, yeah. it almost just transitions from that first movie to that third movie in a very bizarre way. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it's great, but it, you, it almost does feel like somebody obviously no one did, but it almost feels like somebody planned the whole thing out as an arc of like, how do we turn a horror movie into a slapstick? Well, Cause
0: I mean, even in uh, evil dead Two, there's a, there's a great little throwaway part. And, Ash is flipping through the Necronomicon and they flip to this one page and there's a dude with a chainsaw in his hand and they said, Oh, that's the hero from the sky and he says, Well he did a lousy job. Yeah. And then you know that he fucked it up when you watch Army of Darkness and things like that. So it's it's really cool. And yeah, you're right. It's you know, he changes his sensibilities throughout the thing and he's even said if you listen to the commentary on Army of Darkness, he says, Why do people like this movie? Because (laughs) it's seriously Ash is a coward and then he's a like a superhero and then he's all over the place. And then, yeah. uh, but part of the, was he really wanted to have really charming British actors and really good British actors in the movie and put the dolt Ash in it because <laughs> he's such a contradiction to him. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. And that's what you get to do when you make hit movies is you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So thanks Dan. Thanks <laughs> everybody who wrote in. You can email us real nerds at gmail.com. Tweet us real underscore nerds. You can like us on Facebook, leave a message there. You can leave a message on our webpage, realnerdspodcast.com. You can call us like Cora did, 720-6-NERDS-5. And that's how you get us, guys. Everywhere, that's how you get us. Hey, we watch stuff during the week.
2: So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
0: It's a fun week. Uh, I picked up a movie because... Uh, one of Laura's friends she works with, Tommy, is a really big horror movie guy. And one of my favorite horror movies from the 80s is a movie called Night of the Creeps. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie. I've no? seen it on shelves. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know it was such a cult movie. I The premise of the movie is it's a sci-fi movie, but these little leeches get in the brains of... Uh, people and they turn into zombies, so it's basically a sci-fi movie at the beginning that becomes a zombie movie.
1: Now, are they zombies? Do they die before they come back, or do they? They do.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but the leeches are, like take over their brain, yeah. so it's it, that's how they come back to life. Right. Uh, but the movie I didn't. It only grossed like five hundred thousand dollars in the theater. Oh wow! And it stars uh, Tom Atkins as a as a police detective whose girlfriend is hacked up like fifty years ago. And he kills the murderer and buries him in a backyard. But he comes back to life because of the leeches and so it's a great arc for this character where his biggest nightmare comes back to haunt him. Yeah. And it has a great line where um, there's these boys at a fraternity are going to pick up girls at a sorority and it's for a dance and the police officer shows up and all the girls say oh my god. They're just freaking out because crazy shit's happening and the cop looks outside and he lights a cigarette and looks back at the girls and they say what well, he says well good news is all your dates are here the bad news is they're dead <laughs> and so they're, they're all zombies and it's it's a pretty cool little movie and it's definitely an 80s movie yeah but there's uh some funny there's some funny parts and it's really hard to describe because there's so much going on in it but if you haven't seen it yet check it out uh, I
3: remember watching that on, uh, my friend Nikki and I were babies, like we're house sitting for her sister and she had the Comcast fear net <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. and it was on fear net one night and it was one of those movies you watch and you we were like, well, okay.
1: Did you watch <laughs> it with the little kids and scar them for life? No. Oh, okay. No,
3: this was, she doesn't have children. We have a, her cat. Oh, oh okay. Which her cat's really mean now. So maybe it was creeps who scarred her for life. <laughs> well, I don't and
0: know. Uh, I'll do a shout out to the, Writer director of it, his name is Fred Decker, and he went on to make one of my favorite '80s movies ever, is The Monster Squad. Oh yeah! And if you've never seen The Monster Squad, you should definitely check it that out.
3: That was wasn't that one of the first movies you showed us when you were dating? Probably. Total aside, but it was fun.
4: I think <laughs> he also
1: directed RoboCop three. He did. Oh, he is the writer director of that's RoboCop right. three. It sounds Man. familiar. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of that. I'm RoboCop sure that's the last movie have. he directed. <laughs> but he, he died? went on to do lots
2: of
0: TV shows. Oh okay. Hmm. But uh, the last movie was RoboCop three. But he's, he's a kind of a cool guy, and I love the Monster Squad. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Creeps is pretty good, but Monster Squad is better. But there's a great scene where these girls are just washing their boobs in it for no reason. Cause I guess they're, wa- they're washing
1: or watching? Washing. Oh. Getting ready I for felt the like, how, like, like in they in were every... just juggling them and, yeah. and staring. They are. With s- soap on it's them. It's always well, yeah, like,
3: but... you know, women's walker rooms, like dorm, communal bathrooms. Like where, where all the el- el- ladies are just like, yeah, where's Hoplitz? That's cool.
1: How, where else are you going to get boobs in the movie?
3: Yeah. I suppose so. That, no, that's exactly why, but like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Cause, and if you don't get boobies in the movie, how are you going to get an audience?
3: Yeah, that's, that's very true. You know. Very, very true. Uh,
0: the second thing I watched was, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Silver Bullet. It's an old Stephen King. I've seen it on the shelves. <laughs> it's an old Stephen King movie that's based on his novella called Cycle of the Werewolf. Mm. And it's it's a story of a werewolf that terrorizes his town over the course of a year. And it's actually one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations because one, it's written by him for the screen. Yeah. So there's some cool parts to it. But watching it again, I remember as a kid, I loved it because Corey Haim, uh stars in it with Gary Busey. And Corey Haim is a kid who's paralyzed. And Silver Bullet's the name of his like uh, gas-powered wheelchair. And... uh so he's always, you know, cruising around town. I'm like, man, I want a wheelchair like that. Not, th- you know, when you're a kid, not thinking that being in a wheelchair would be the worst thing ever. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, well, because he's perfectly—he uh, was a—he was a healthy human being, but he chose to use his awesome wheelchair to get around. So you think it's cool to be in a wheelchair, Laura?
3: No, I'm saying it's.
0: It'd be keep... a it'd be a bad thing to be in
1: a wheelchair, is what I said. Yeah. And I
3: no, I was, you said it's the worst thing ever. It's not the worst thing ever. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. Well. God. Yeah. Dude. I mean you you could be watching G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra, apparently. Yeah.
3: Or you could be watching the host. Oh, in a
1: wheelchair. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That might be the worst
1: <laughs> yeah, in a wheelchair. Yeah, you could be in what a what wheelchair. What if watching
4: is what puts you in the wheelchair because you Yeah. I mean, watching the host, stupidity. maybe
3: some setter home wine, that's probably the worst place you can possibly be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways, the the movie is r- is still pretty good, but yeah. it has a lot of seems like there's a lot of missing scenes in it. Huh. I don't remember. Of course, when you're a kid, you know it opens with a werewolf like ripping a dude's head off. So you think Sweet. right away that's yeah. really cool. And uh, I mean, the violence is really graphic, but then it also goes to this really campy area where people are being slaughtered by this werewolf, and they don't know why. They think there's you know obviously some killer on loose. And there's actually a really powerful scene where um, Corey Haim's best friend is murdered by the wolf.
1: No, Corey Feldman.
0: Uh, no, no, oh. uh, he's. Uh, his kid but his dad finds his his mauled body like underneath uh, this gazebo and it's a really powerful scene his dad's like devastated and so they're gonna they're getting this posse together to kill they think it's a man and this one dude has this baseball bat that's called the peacemaker and so the werewolf is attacking all these people in the fog and you can't see the werewolf it's a pretty cool scene and you know they're being pulled in and eaten and and there's a part where they do with a peacemaker is running away and he's like hitting the wolf but you don't see the wolf and then he gets sucked under the fog and then the wolf's paw comes up with the baseball bat and starts beating the dude over the head with it and it doesn't really fit the rest of the movie huh. but the really cool part is Corey Haim gets these illegal fireworks from Gary Busey
2: yeah and he's
0: shooting them off this bridge but while he's shooting them off the bridge the werewolf is going to attack him but he takes the bottle rocket and shoots it in the werewolf's eye Oh. and so he,
1: wait is he shooting them off the bridge to attract the werewolf? no no
0: he's because he snuck out of his house because he wasn't allowed to have fireworks because oh. the town canceled fireworks because a werewolf was oh, so this is early
1: back. in the movie when they don't know about the werewolf i i yeah. thought this was like the climax of the movie no
0: no so he's shooting them off and the, the werewolf is stalking him and as yeah. a werewolf's running across the bridge he shoots the bottle rocket in the werewolf's eye nice and then the next scene is he has a sister go around town to see who's wearing a patch are you guys going to watch oh, the movie Do you want me to spoil the movie right. for you? Yes. So, you know who's wearing the patch on his eye? Who? The pastor. <gasps> oh,
2: yeah.
0: no. Yeah, and then he shows up at their house and they kill him.
1: Oh, good. You know, so with that's a silver bullet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh,
3: good. It's like gotcha. a solid ending.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that it was just like the end of the movie was and Corey goes out to a bridge and is like, I'm going to light these fireworks and have some fun because, yeah, fuck it. <laughs>
0: And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! I'm attracting werewolves. There's a
1: werewolf running around. He's like, "Well, at least I can fire these fireworks that Gary Busey got me, and then I'll I'll smoke up. It'll be there's great." Something.
0: Uh, I watched the all the Evil Dead's again. Me um, too. We uh, we already kind of talked about it. Yeah. I love those movies. I, I think there's some of the uh, most inventive filmmaking ever. And I mean, there's just little shots in like in Army of Darkness when Ar- Ar- Arthur points and the camera like spins with him. Yeah. And, There's this little thing, and I'm watching it. I said, you know, this movie would actually be pretty cool as a 3D conversion because there's lots of little moments that point at the screen and there's things that are coming at the screen. Yeah. Uh, But I love that movie. It's always been my favorite movie, and I don't... uh I was talking to James about this earlier, Brad, because me and you, our favorite movies are ones where people might not like them, Ninja Turtles and Army of Darkness, hmm. and I don't know why the movie just connects with me so much, but it's just something I totally enjoy. And yeah. I could watch a hundred times. Do you ever wonder why turtles would always connect with you? Is it just because you liked them so much? or?
4: Uh, like, yeah, I, I definitely liked them as a kid, but there's some, some point in high school when I revisited it, and mm-hmm. it, I... I saw it on a different level, I guess, at that point, and it just resonated again.
0: I guess, you, yeah, I don't know, I, I maybe it's my personality where it's that kind of goofy, not serious, but I, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's something you can't explain.
1: Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, I it's, mean, it, it's something that, like, because even, yeah, yes, mine is Raiders of the Lost Ark, and... That is obvious. It's um, an AFI top 100 movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like mine is a movie <laughs> that everyone watches and goes, oh, this is the, one of the best movies of
3: all yeah, time. Yeah. When you sometimes um, you say, oh, I love
0: Army of Darkness is my favorite. What the fuck is Army right, of Darkness? Right. Exa- <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
3: I don't know. Well, like I feel like, because my favorite is Night Before Christmas and I'm not a total emo kid, but like I can't explain why. Like it just, yeah. every time I watch it, it like fulfills me in a way that I can't.
1: Right. That, I mean, I that's what I was going to say is even, has, even Raiders just, of the Lost Ark, there's, just, there's stuff in that movie where. Um, I just can't put my finger on it, but everything about that movie is, is is just right, and like yeah. like like it speaks to you? speaks to the sensibilities, you know, the things that I love the most. Um, and I mean, I, I, a long time ago, I wrote an article about my favorite villains, and I talked about Belloc because Belloc taught me as a writer what villain should be, um, and that like things like that that stand out in a movie are are why um yeah i think they stick with you and even like the inconsistencies i love you know when
0: ash gets out of the pit where does he get his gun from it just shows up oh yeah his hair is
4: always changing
1: length. yeah it's
0: that stuff is just just, like uh, cracks me up and
1: but it's one of those things that you can forgive because you realize that they are only trying to make you have fun yeah that is the only that's the only like litmus test for what they're doing um,
0: but you, yeah, and you, you know, at Alamo, they're showing Evil Dead 2 this month. And every yeah. time I see that trailer, I really want to watch Evil Dead 2. And so I yeah. did. And it's just a great movie, too. I, I think it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, if I remember right. Really? Yeah. It's because wow. it's such a zany movie, and I don't think yeah. you can yeah. not watch it and enjoy it.
1: And actually, really impressive. Like, because I re- rewatched it, and I, I I'd seen it before, but it had been a long time. Um, and i would forgotten about like that whole ending sequence when the when the big face and hand oh, yeah. come through and you're like, Holy shit, this is a huge animatronic that they built to like attack like, you know, the rest of the movie looks fairly cheap and then that happens and you're going, Whoa, this is where <laughs> all the money went. Yep. Like it's crazy. Um that movie's
0: really great. And I mean that's how they really cut their teeth because in Evil Dead too not Evil Dead 2, The Evil Dead, the first one. Yeah. That last part where all the uh, monsters are like disintegrating and stuff. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and Rob Tappert shot that over like a year in a basement.
1: Wow. To
0: get it right. And so you're seeing people how they learned how to make film and yeah. and why he's one That's of the cool. most respected directors now yeah. in Hollywood.
1: And that was one where I'm not entirely sure that I had seen all of Evil Dead before, The Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, I got to sit down and, and really watch this. Uh, and I realized that movie... Like yes there are things about it that are hokey and like mm-hmm. there were definitely moments where I was like oh this is that cabin in the woods moment like yeah. this is the thing <laughs> cabin in the woods was making fun of so, as soon as they as soon as the movie starts with kids in a car I was like oh yep I I know this cliche with the
3: one slutty girl and the one guy who's like he reads a lot of books and he has glasses yeah no no it's all it's all there <laughs> but
1: um but it's, the, there were things like you know having having the the one girl um or the one sort of possessed demony thing that's in the in the cellar, being able to pop up and just comment on what's going on and like just taunt the other characters. Like she's not even necessarily a threat, mm-hmm. but she is just present. And it, it it's so interesting. And isn't it crazy um, too?
0: Because you know uh, Dan mentioned in his email where in the first one, you know, she is taunting him, and then the second one, it's no, I'll swallow your soul, I'll swallow your soul, I'll yeah. swallow your soul, and it's way different and yeah. uh, tonally, but. Still for some reason I mean I think there's parts in the second one that are actually pretty creepy. I think yeah. the hen Henrietta when she's flying around mm-hmm. is pretty well done. Um, but the first one has some moments where they're there's, definitely going for scares. There's
1: gore in there that I like like the pencil in the ankle oh, yeah, still fucking brutal. messed me up. Like Bobby it's something Joe! about it's something <laughs> about the way it's edited. Not even not even just the practical effect, but something about the way that it's edited when all of a sudden they cut to you know, and like it the, going in there the and digging. grinding yeah. into the Oh man, it just Whew Man, it stuck with you.
0: Cool. And I'll segue right into you, James. Uh, the last thing was The Walking Dead ended.
1: Yeah, and it did. Brad, have you watched the fi- the finale? I okay. have not. So no. we can't talk too specifics, but... Um, uh,
0: the thing, I, I thought it was a good episode, but it didn't feel like a season-ending episode. No, it doesn't. It seemed to was in the Especially middle. Especially
3: like a Walking Dead season episode where like all the finales leave me...
0: Wanting to watch it some more, and I mean, yeah. obviously, I watched it. I still think it's a good
1: show, but it just yeah. was, you know, it was a weird, it was a weird place to stop, and 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 especially because it was the too hunky dory almost. Yeah, well, and the jail. Everybody was so excited about the jail because of all the things that happened there. Um, and then when we don't finish the jail at the end of the season, it oh, it me. feels like what? Oh, I did sort of just spoil that a little bit, but <sighs> I it. <laughs> it, it it feels a little anticlimactic. it feels Brad like oh, never oh, we're gig. still here, um yeah. but yeah, i don't know the the thing with Carl, the thing that happens with Carl, oh, I think awesome. is the best moment of the season, um i mean I mean really it's i think it's, Carl's
0: character has been really good this season, yeah, and I think too uh with Andrea it's just whatever, you know because yeah she yeah, yeah I, her, her her moments in this episode so. are yeah
1: um and the, the thing is I feel like the show is. I, I am wearing a little thin on the show in that I think it is starting to become like the book where it is being less character centric and more plot centric. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't f- I don't see them focusing on characters as much as they were in, a, in, a, in the first and second season. I agree. Um, I mean, yes, there were great episodes like the one where uh, we meet back up with the guy from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. But it's sort of it just keeps leaving me a little bit wanting on these characters I that and I th- that I like. I just want to spend time with them.
0: I think they should really start refocusing back on I know it's an ensemble but with Rick and Carl because yeah. it, you know that's what I th- really missing from the finale. Is yeah. they went away for twenty minutes and said, I wanna s I wanna see the growth in Rick. I want yeah. him to I mean he did, but I wanna see it. I want yeah. I don't want
1: him to say, Oh, I took all these people it was certainly not as good as season two finale. No, like the whole thing, they they did chain so well that that this really felt almost middling, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah.
3: Well, and especially like the the dissonance between you know Carl and Rick that I felt they kind of like they, like, they should have done more on that. Yeah. yeah. There, there's so I mean, there's much there to lead on that they just were like, oh look, yeah, you know.
1: The scenes the scenes play more to theme than they do character. Oh, like absolutely. that 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 confrontation between Rick and, and Carl is mm-hmm. more about like this is where we're going with this than it is this is where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um I agree. Uh but something else ended this week and it was fucking fantastic. Uh, justified, uh, Justified ended this week. Doesn't uh, <laughs> say Roger Ebert. That's been fucked up. <laughs> we'll thumbs this. down. <laughs> That's awful. Um, yeah. So Justified, I think this may be my second favorite season of Justified. Um, if you aren't watching the it's show, season two. I get yeah. Season two is the best season of that show. Oh, I was uh, making a joke. The wh- when
0: nothing. Go ahead, James.
1: Oh, um, so. Oh, you were saying because it's season two? Yeah. Oh no, it's season four. Yeah, I know. Um, just kidding. Anyway, the uh, if you're not watching the show, you need to be. It's it's my favorite show on television. I think it's the best thing on right now. Um, it's better than Walking Dead. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's um, the I didn't, uh, I didn't mean you guys. I mean the people out there who are really like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can hear them. What do them. the people do? They're going, <laughs> 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 That means that means Walking Dead is better than Justified. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're ever
0: walking, Brad, you go,
2: <laughs> <laughs> That
0: means Walking Dead is better <laughs> <Yeah>. than Justified. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I'll, I'll just trip you if you do. Is it, is it better than Breaking Bad? Um, <laughs> ooh. Oh, Jesus. I love Louisa. it more than Breaking Bad. Yeah. Is it better than Mad Men? Yes.
3: Oh, fuck you, James.
1: No. Here's the thing. Mad Men is just straight drama. Straight and this element man, sometimes there are episodes Perfect. where they just shoot dudes. <laughs> a, sometimes all you know, want is somebody great. to get shot. Right. Uh, well, I anyway, this, this season <laughs> they... You fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just having your own conversation for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we are proving a point.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, this season, they w- instead of having like a main villain, this season there is this mystery. It was a, it was sort of a cold case season, uh, and they handle I, it I think really well. Um, so throughout the season, there is this guy who brought cocaine to Harlan. Patton Oswalt. Um, no, Patton Oswalt <laughs> is great though. Patton Oswalt shows up this season, and it feels like he's been there the whole time. He plays Constable Bob, who's got a go, he's got a go bag, and at some point we see what's in the go bag, and it's great. Um, Wait, what's a go bag? Is the a go, go bag, bag full of GoPros? No, the go bag. No, the go bag is just full of guns. Uh, and at some point, Patton Oswalt gets to just shoot, you know, highfalutin, living in a big mansion, uh, wealthy people, or he does shoots he, at them. Does he get to
4: shoot uh, famous bulls? No no. <laughs>
1: um I'm trying my hardest to derail them, it's great. <laughs> 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 one or uh, the other. I, but anyway, the, it's it's been fantastic. When they when they kill people in this show, it's great. It's like all of a sudden Raylan will just shoot somebody, and you're like, yeah. I literally, I because I've been watching it with my folks because I turned them to it, and we all love the show. Um, and they we will watch it, and somebody will get shot real good, and my folks will actually say, "Hey, James, rewind that real quick. I want to watch that again."
0: Whoa, that's really scary dude. I remember mom no, that yeah no no well I, my, I think my dad usually <laughs> wanted to
1: say it but still uh,
4: it did <laughs> not just do a Sandy Hook oh, I was it's like, like
3: hey, mom I don't know so you, you I didn't didn't make a joke not.
4: I said James is all like yeah guns are awesome I was like oh remember Sandy Hook
1: <laughs> no I wasn't uh, no there they are too soon bro there is this soon. Pew, 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 pew. there is this really Ryan Frost I was doing Yosemite Sam I'm leaving the podcast I'm done this is the worst Uh, There is this great scene about midway through the season where there's this guy who's like they introduce him and they're like this guy is the the baddest motherfucker like he came down here from Detroit and he's gonna kill some people yeah well all the bad guys this season were from Detroit um and he's gonna kill some people like he kills more people than malaria and at some point he gets in the same from the show yeah uh, that's not a good line it was delivered better in the show um like your Sally filled. Just stop speech, it. <laughs> uh, and and but he's dressed up like a cop. That's the thing. He's going around. He's killing people. He's dressed like a cop. And Raylan runs into him, and and like he figures. Isn't Raylan he figures like the sheriff of the town? No, Raylan's a, Raylan's a U.S. Marshal. But um, wouldn't
0: he know if he was a cop or not?
1: No, he wasn't. He town wouldn't know small? all of the. Well, the town is small, but there are multiple towns in this area. There's multiple counties. There's multiple county sheriffs. Um, is Raylan Tommy Lee Jones? No, Raylan's not Tommy Lee Jones. No. God damn it. <laughs> Anyway, he shoots this guy and then there's this great moment he where He doesn't like, care. <laughs> yeah, he shoots this guy really quick
4: and then I'm gonna shoot a guy in every farmhouse, hen house, dog house, outhouse in the area. They
1: use that line this season. <laughs> what? They call back to that fucking line. I'm no not way. kidding. They do. They do That's plagiarism. And then no, because one of the characters goes are we literally searching every doghouse, house And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> anyway, Braylon shoots this guy, and then he's like, I hope I did that right, because the guy was a cop, but he wasn't a cop. He was malaria. Anyway, mm. show's great. Um, I'll move on, since you're still not fucking watching that show. <laughs> uh, the, the last thing was uh, there was this new <clears throat> British show um, <laughs> called, called Orphan Black that started this week that Aww. I had seen bits about. And I, I just like I saw little blurbs and stuff online, and people were going like, "Oh, it's like, it's like Dollhouse meets Alias," and I was like, "Oh, I love those things." So I thought, oh, "I will check this out." Uh, and basically, like, the plot, watch it at well, your parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so basically, the plot is this girl. Uh, she's at a train station, and she looks over, and there's this one, and she's you know she's some kind of punky British person. There's something about London where. Every character is far more stereotyped. Uh, it's one of the things I don't like about British television. But every character is far more stereotyped, and apparently there's still lots of punk kids. So this, she's a punk kid, and she looks over, and there's this woman, and oh, you're like on the a, wrong
0: side of the tracks, love.
1: No, totally. Like it really is because like that. she's at a train station. Well, yeah. that was my joke. Yeah. Well, and, good
0: job, honey. And, and then the,
1: the the British guy would say,
0: "Oh, you're on the wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> love,"
1: because that's what they say. Well, in the Thames, um, they, never mind. I won't give you history anyway. Um, and she's looking over at this at this woman, and and this woman's like taking her shoes off, and like she's in a suit and stuff. And you you can tell like this this woman's gonna throw herself in front of a train. And she's like the punk girl is walking closer and stuff. And and as the woman turns to jump in front of the train, the punk we, girl rips out her guitar, plays a power chord, and it blasts her from the jumping in front of the train. Yes. How did you saw it too? No, uh, no. As she turns, we realize that the the girl who's gonna jump in front of the train. Is the same person? Huh. Like she looks exactly like the punk girl, and we're like, "What's going on?" Uh, and basically, what we end up finding out is it's clearly, <laughs> clearly, it's a show where people are getting cloned or some shit. Um, I just but, wish people could see when James says, and we're like, "What's going on?" He <laughs> <laughs> did <do> this really <laughs> exaggerated,
4: like a Brandon Hopkinson thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, then somebody puts their sunglasses on and yeah. So, and then, is you know, it a sci-fi show or It's like a sci-fi sort of mystery show. It's very much there there's, you know, in the vein of like a Lost or something like that where they're going to keep these mysteries going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it fails in all the way that in all the ways that modern shows trying to be Lost fail where uh they're they're trying to wow you with with these mysteries, and what but, people
0: don't understand, his loss is losses about the characters, right? And not the yes mystery e-
1: exactly. And unfortunately, these characters are all pretty shallow and and uninteresting. Um, there's some there's some cool little things in there. Like she, I think the reason they go with they that they said things about Alias is that what she ends up doing is she goes uh, and she steals that woman's purse right after she jumps in front of the thing, and because she, she's like that girl looked like me, and she steals her life and mm. and dresses up to look like her and is like trying to live her life and. But it 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 makes everything very convoluted character wise because basically what you mean what you're saying is we've got one character who's pretending to be a different character we're learning things about both characters but we're not learning we're just learning about their lives but not about like who they are or what you know what they're into or things like that mm-hmm. you know what they do on the weekends what movies they like you know these are the things that make for great television well see I think this is where it's I mean I'm usually not
0: a snobby nerd or yeah. show watcher. But that's where I think I understand lost a lot better than other people, yeah, where you know it's all about the characters and what they did to get to their certain spot. And it's right. not about the smoke monster yeah. or because Th- it's just a representation those are all
1: those line. are all MacGuffins, really, yeah. in the end, in order oh, to get yeah. us through these characters' lives. Um, yeah. Brad is literally rolling his eyes. Oh no, he's falling asleep it's one two a.m. yeah, you're right. Um, get my fucking back <laughs> 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 anyway, I don't think it's great, and i I don't know if I might keep watching it because um, it really is, I don't know why, what it is about British television that they really subscribe to these cliches in the most bizarre ways, especially that punk one. Like, mm-hmm. every show I watch, there's some, you know, oh, she's punk, she listens to the Ramones, she literally <laughs> listens to the, like, it's just...
0: You wonder if there's still punk people in Britain. Have you been to... I, may,
1: no, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe there yeah. are, but they come across as really cliché mm. when when they're written, and I see them all the well, time.
3: all the punk people I went to high school with were all very cliché.
1: Well, yeah, but my, but I don't see them in shows anymore. You know, that's what I'm saying. Is like the I, I is don't. Dog doing? Um, hey, chill I out. I
3: mean, if you if you fully appreciated SLC Punk, you would understand. But yeah, that, move, that
1: movie's movie. not very good. Yeah. Anyway, that's everything I saw this week. If you want to see shabby filmmaking, and
0: <laughs> anyways, Brad, what'd you watch?
4: Um, I got the Jurassic Park standalone Blu-ray, nice. and I watched that.
1: Why didn't you get Lost World?
4: Because uh, it's not really one of my favorites. Oh, okay. Um, the uh, obviously a great movie. We've talked about it before. Yeah, we'll talk um, about it next week too. Um, but uh, I, I the last time we talked about it, I feel like I said that the special effects, the CGI, holds up really well in high definition. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this time when the when they first encounter the brachiosaurus, yeah, chopping on the tree, yeah, um, the CGI stands out. Like a sore thumb, so I don't know if it's.
1: I think it's just when there's the, when like it's just the daylight, and it's something about. I yeah. think ironically, it's, it's also almost just the bright. brachiosaurs. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that scene, and then when the brachiosaurs come back later and sneeze, like the difference between the CG brachiosaur and the animatronic one are astounding. Um, but the T Rex always looks great. the 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 Velociraptors always look great. The, the even the even the the galleys, or the yeah you the, you know, uh, the when the, the velociraptors...
0: Raptors are running towards the uh, the freezer. Dude is so great. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, it's shot so well. Uh, yeah, I mean, just the the velociraptors in in the cooler. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of that is the CG ones. I mean, some of, some of that is the animatronic heads, and some of it is CG. Like when the when it jumps up on the table, oh, it looks great, yeah. man. Um, I think it's yeah. I think it's just the lighting, really. Yeah. Um,
4: and then of course the special features. I watched all of them, and they're fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I love That's listening a, to Spielberg. They've even got like that. home videos of Spielberg, like at someone's house or even his own, uh, just talking about the early stages of like how they're going to pull this off. It's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that. I also finished DS9. Oh. There's DS9. Um, got better by the end, but the very last episode of the show, Yeah. they defeat the founder and the founder's like, well, you cured me, so I'm going to go ahead and turn myself in and not attack the Alpha Quadrant anymore uh, if you can cure the rest of my people. And then they all go to Vic Fontaine's little nightclub on the holodeck and they kind of have their little farewell and you get like shots of all the different characters before they leave. And then suddenly Benjamin Sisko, it snaps in his head that, oh, you have to go stop Gul Dukat, who's at the fire caves on Bajor. And he's just stops what he's doing, jumps on a runabout, and immediately cuts from the nightclub to the runabout, flying to Bajor, and then he gets off of it and then Kaiwen gets uh torched by goldicott and then goldicott's got the uh pa wraith powers yeah and so he's like directing things like a jedi yeah and then uh he gets distracted and then benjamin j- jumps and knocks him into the fire pit with him and then benjamin gets absorbed into the uh prophet's world or whatever i thought it was very lame
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember there being a lot of profit bullshit in that episode. It just feel, not. It seems like such an afterthought, but they
4: still like. It's an yeah. afterthought, but it's also a focus point, and it's just like. Yeah, you could just end it at the founder, and you didn't have to become like yeah. part of the profit world. I mean, and,
1: and Goldukat is so cool that like, why don't you just leave that character alone? Yeah, like, he gets
4: killed a couple minutes before, and he comes back with the power powers, but just like. Yeah, it seems so like oh okay so there's gonna be some kind of big finale where Goldukat's gonna like wreak havoc on Bajor and right but no he just gets stopped like two minutes later lame <laughs> so I was like yeah it just didn't need to be that
1: but that show is still great even if even if it drops at the yeah in the, in the last 10 and minutes. like I said
4: last time that season five and six epic that was going on it was yeah, fantastic whole, yeah yeah.
1: That's, yeah that's right about where I I am um, so
4: all the non-star Trek people who have left the building <laughs> if you can come back because I'm about to talk about wrong Oh. which is the new Quentin Depew I yeah, don't know how to say his last name Dupieux movie he's the director of Rubber which came out a few years ago which
1: which Cora got us all to watch mm-hmm. I
4: already seen it Not yeah show I not need her recommendation <laughs> I'm glad she watched it though and got you guys into it yeah I'm sorry that I couldn't get you to watch it
0: did you ever tell me to watch that movie I don't think so pretty
1: sure yeah why didn't you try harder Brad because it's anyway. weird Tell me if it's... Yeah, yeah, I know it's true. It's um, a movie And right
4: Wrong now. is also very weird. No. <laughs> Shocking, right? Incorrect. Um, it's actually my second favorite movie of the year, though, because it is so... Really? After weird. what? Does it... <laughs> After Burt Wonderstone. Watching oh, wow.
0: Nice. <laughs> watching it, the trailer, does it go places that, that the trailer doesn't even describe. Because, yep. Because <laughs> it's so, the trailer's so bizarre, it says there has to be more to this yeah. bizarreness yeah. that the trailer's not even showing. If you
4: haven't, you probably, uh, for those of you listening who don't know what wrong is, um, it's about a guy who loses his dog, and then um, William Fickner plays a dog therapist or something. Uh, telepath. Telepath. Um, I guess he's more of a dog therapist because, I don't know if the trailer says this, but his goal is to make people love their pets even more. And to do that, he has to take them away from you to, you know, oh. cause once they're gone and you bring them back, you will love them even more than when you had them the first time. Oh, But unfortunately his little plan for the first time ever, like they lose the dog. <laughs> ah, So, um, uh, there's so many just like weird diversions in the movie. Like, uh, I forget the character's name. The main character who loses his dog, he has a gardener who is trying... like He just walks out to his backyard one day. Instead of having a palm tree, he has a pine tree. So for the rest of the movie, the gardener has to figure out how to quickly replace the pine tree with a palm tree. And the first thing he does is he gets a palm tree, but it's like two feet tall. And the main character can't stand that. So he has to like replace the two feet tall palm tree, but he can't find a fully grown one to just transplant. So his next idea is to build a mound of dirt as tall as the palm tree (laughs) to put the two foot tall one on top of. Uh, So stuff like that. And then um, when the main character first learns that he's lost his dog, he uh, checks his mailbox and there's like an ad for a pizza delivery place. So he calls the pizza girl and then starts describing his lost dog situation to the pizza girl (laughs) And then she is so charmed by this that she offers to fuck him. No. And so for the rest of the movie she's trying to hook up with him, but the gardener intercepts a call, so she ends up starting a relationship with the gardener thinking that he is what the main the character. Fuck. And then meanwhile there's of course the main plot of the lost dog and um the dog therapist and right. uh uh there's a like police officer who constantly tells people exactly what's on his mind yeah and screws with you like he like he makes you th- like think he's gonna help you and then turns around and goes you know no get the, like get out of my face yeah i don't have to do anything to help you i'm i'm the authority
1: does it have um, any of the like the super meta stuff that's in rubber like is it commenting on that no that's film? completely gone oh, okay
4: there's well if it's in there i didn't see it right um but yeah, it's, it doesn't seem like it's making a comment on anything. It's just like a straightforward, you know, guy loses his dog, and then there's all these other wacky characters interacting yeah, with it. Yeah, this one's just If there's weird. some subtext, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, he also, he lost his job months ago, but he still goes to work. And at work, it's just constantly, <laughs> the it's raining from the fire sprinklers all the time, and everyone just deals with it, like <laughs> like nothing's going on. Um, he's
0: the weirdest filmmaker and so oh,
4: when he shows man. up constantly all his coworkers are staring at him like why are you still here you're fired if he doesn't get he doesn't get it he still keeps going to work
1: and, and, and he's like why are you still here the sprinklers are going yeah
4: um yeah, yeah. It's, it's bizarre but it's like delightfully bizarre yeah mm-hmm. and there's a tag scene at the end so if you stay through there'll be some extra stuff nice
1: that's so weird.
4: I'd say uh, the dog therapist stands. He has, he has like the best dialogue in the movie.
1: Does the does the tag after the credits? Does it set up for the sequel? Wrong, wronger. <laughs> I,
4: I is there a one called Wrong, Wronger? I have no idea. I just thought, mean, I, 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 thought I made that up. No, I know he's working on another one. I got confused because Wrong just came out, but I thought he was working on another one that has Wrong in the title. huh Maybe I'm. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Disregard that. But anyway, Wrong. It's a fun time if you like. a completely yeah. quirky indie I definitely if you so gotta, not you i
1: guess uh, sometimes <laughs> if you liked rubber i think it's a definite yeah if you like Rubber, you'll probably like this out. one but if yeah.
4: you're looking for like commentary on movies it's not going to be in there right. it's, it's well, just yeah. a yeah. completely wacky adventure cool to my perception laura what do you what have you been watching laura
3: um i'm a nursing student <laughs> and i work 25 hours a week so i don't really watch much
4: so you've been watching medical footage Bit, Surgeries yeah. and <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: deformities. <laughs> I and don't want Not to... anything you want to know about. Um no.
4: cancerous growths and...
3: I watch <laughs> I watch the Real Housewives.
4: Okay, done.
3: All right. Yeah. <laughs> so what I happened? Mean, in... no. I guess the Real i uh, podcast. Modern Family came back from my hiatus this week. <laughs> yeah. Modern Family is fabulous. Like I only started watching it last season and yeah. I really like I think I'm gonna buy all the seasons. It's
1: I've still awesome. never I've still never even tried it.
3: Like this, uh. Ryan,
1: have you watched it? Is it actually. You
3: no, should, should watch I, it? I've
0: watched a couple of episodes. They're pretty, like, whimsical. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have
1: to sit down and really watch it. What though.
4: defines a modern family?
1: Uh. One of them is gay.
4: That's it. All oh, you got to have is have a, have a gay just, person, and then you've got like a modern it's one like family.
1: Office, one of them is divorced. It, and people yeah. are
0: filming a documentary about these families.
4: Do they know they're being filmed? Yeah. So
0: they they have interviews yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's basically the same as the office. I didn't but know it's that. Families. Yeah. Either, I didn't know until Laura was watching it. Huh. Never heard of that.
3: It's really awesome <laughs> <laughs> oh. every episode like i've only started watching it recently but every episode is super funny and i don't know i feel bad being on the podcast that i've watched
2: That's
4: yeah funny. you should it's okay sometimes we watch one if thing you guys asking about like i mean I disorders
3: work... of the renal system i can talk all about yeah, it but it sounds fun
1: uh no please don't tell me about yeah but disorders. modern
3: family i modern family raising hope raising hope is another show that like doesn't get a lot of play but it's really really entertaining hmm all i got um, <laughs>
0: uh. let's pay those bills boys my man spider sense is tingling
1: hey look it's man spider
0: how's it going true believers when i'm swinging through colorado and i need comic books i head to arvada colorado to colorado coins cards and comics
1: oh no the teal troll is attacking me
0: my son's in danger will no one help him oh no it's man spider colorado coins Cards, and comics the whips the competition with great deals on back issues, 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia?
4: They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The teal troll still has my son. Here's
0: webbing your eye.
4: Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again.
0: So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado and tell them the real nerd
1: sent you. For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue and Golden and the Danny Cash Hot Shop Off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. This is the Box Office Stats.
0: Box office numbers aren't a surprise this week. No.
1: Well they are and they aren't.
0: I don't think so. G.I. Joe crushed it with 46 million. Yeah. Uh, That's only for three days though it actually opened the day before. I think it made something like fifty-two million for its first initial run.
1: I think the thing that surprised me is that the hope or the host comes in at number six with only ten million dollars, and costs, wait, I mean, it only costs forty, you? but still is the, yes. I, I honestly, as far like, as
3: like you thought it'd be higher, you had to be. Lower. Yeah,
1: I mean, clearly, I've I've been to Twilight movies opening night. Like clearly, Stephanie Meyer commands a cult. I would imagine that they would show up for this too, but they didn't. So it,
0: wait, the whole name of temptation is tyler perry's tyler temptation perry's temptations. of a marriage counselor yep
1: that's we're seeing it yeah no it, we're it, not it, number number 3 you y'all see it
3: well i was referencing me and james not yeah. Yeah. all right cool
1: Going yeah. to every yeah, movie yeah, expecting to
0: be good yeah and then when it's not i don't want to see any people hanging from you know <laughs> their, 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 <laughs> what are you <laughs> saying <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> hanging by their that's neck in our fucking nice, closet
1: oh uh, or i'm not nice i'm not no i won't hang myself you know me i go I'll go into that movie and I'll try my best to so want it to be good. And as soon as the first line of dialogue is is delivered and it's complete shit, I am going to have the best time. No, exactly. It's going to be so much fun. You know, I,
4: you, me, and on.
3: Sierra will sit in the back. Yeah, and we will every time they do something done, we'll look at each other and giggle, and it'll be <laughs> awesome.
4: How many other Tyler Perry movies have you watched?
1: I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie. This will be my first experience. I heard he's a horrible filmmaker. I not I don't, don't think like I've
3: him. seen. I've seen like bits and pieces on cable.
1: One of the D- Medea movies.
3: Yeah, but I don't think I've ever seen a whole one.
1: My parents saw mm. one of the Medea movies, and they said it was not that good.
3: Which, like, I I saw that he is like one of the highest paid actors. Like, uh-huh. he makes a shit ton. Well, of Well, yeah, because his movies
0: cost probably twenty million, and they always make forty, fifty million dollars. So I yeah. million. I respect money,
1: you know? the hell out of him as like a business person. Like, he has turned. He has turned a stand-up thing he did, where he dressed like a like a fat lady, into a like an empire. Um, Kudos, but, yeah, yeah, you know.
3: that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Anyway, GI Joe. Yeah.
3: I just I don't know. I like seeing movies like that sometimes.
0: So, is there anything we're going to be buying on DVD or Blu-ray?
2: DVD releases on blu ray uh, I that's don't a, think so.
1: Not that's a light much. week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hyde Parks on Hudson, which won an award this year from The Real Nerds for Most Surprising hand job. That's right. Um, Congratulations. So that's yeah. going to be on the sticker like they put you know, the <laughs> yeah, award. It's. the it's I should have I turned the back nerdy. over. I'm like, hey, I said that. Uh, the Boss Season 2, which if you're one of those people watching Boss. I thought I got
4: canceled that for one season. I didn't realize I had two seasons. Uh, no,
1: no, yeah. I, I, uh, I hear nothing about it. I have some friends who watch it, um, but I haven't heard nothing about it.
4: I saw one episode and Kelsey Graham was good, but then everything else was like... Yeah cliches of every other premium cable show i'd ever seen
1: yeah um the father's day is getting a re-release this week brad your favorite movie of last year yeah go Uh, go buy it yeah yeah so apparently everybody bought all if you don't want the soundtrack 2011 on the top yeah (laughs) um so the uh
3: what's it brad can buy it again and give him you know extra five bucks well no this one Brad.
1: (laughs) how how much have paid $30 $30 for your Blu-ray, didn't you? Yeah. Well, this one, This one's only uh, 15 but, but this, this doesn't have any special yeah, features. Yeah, this one's just the movie. There are no yeah. special features on it. Brent I have a, a soundtrack.
4: I have a Blu-ray. I have a DVD of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all How covered for the Father's Day.
1: <laughs> How special are you? Yeah. Uh, fuck you guys. I'm going to buy extra copies and <laughs> hand them out at, at the <laughs> f- It's for Christmas next year. Yeah. You, yeah. Didn't, you didn't buy that thing oh, you yeah, did this Yeah, I'm probably going to buy you for Christmas. But you did buy... Oh, God, no. Please don't uh i don't want that in my i'm gonna buy some blood. for your parents too hey, okay. <laughs> no <laughs> no
4: yeah, don't do that no <laughs> please don't oh my god oh boy some presents from james's friend <laughs> oh, no you'll give it
1: to my parents for father's day and yeah. they'll think it's for me <laughs> <laughs> like oh funny. oh james's movie <laughs> for father's day oh. oh man this is james's favorite movie from last Christmas year
3: card. that's what the heart family likes yeah
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My my, my mother, after seeing Step Brothers, she has, oh, she has taken this oath. Right. Why did she watch that movie? I don't know. I love Step Brothers. She has <laughs> she taken this oath that when she starts watching a movie and she can tell it's just going to be stupid male humor and it's going <laughs> to gross her out and she's going to regret having watched it, she turns it off. She just did it recently. With something else. I can't remember what. So she would watch about a minute of of Father's Day. Uh, immediately, be turned off by like, what the fuck are you talking about? Man eating
4: dicks? Like, yeah, the first minute is uh, that dad getting raped, and then <laughs> oh my god, all oh, that movie. <laughs> uh,
3: why does it exist?
1: Oh,
4: anyway, Brad
3: pays for it. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. no, hey,
3: pre-ordered okay. it. In fact,
4: I don't want them to feel like they wasted their money making it. <laughs>
1: well, they but, did, Brad. Work. Brad, maybe they should
3: feel that way and learn a lesson.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no, I want them to make more oh, funny stuff no, like Father's no. Day. Man, Hopefully they'll make Mother's Day.
1: F- <laughs> oh, all right. Nicolas Cage has a movie coming out this week called Stolen, which no one saw in theaters and it's like it's like the 26th thing on the list as far as people buying it on digital bits. Uh so clearly nobody gives a shit. Uh and they're re-releasing uh the DVDs of The Number One Ladies Detective Agency, which was a really great show that HBO did. Um so the best thing coming out this week as far as I'm concerned is a re-release of an HBO show. Um, I was looking ahead Park.
4: on Digital Bits. It's going to be kind of light for a few weeks, at least for yeah. me.
1: Yeah. yeah, But that's okay, because I've bought a lot of things lately. Yep.
4: But we'll keep telling you each yeah. week. Yeah, each week. What's if going if, if on, there's a shark
1: yeah. movie in there, we'll find yeah, it. Absolutely. Or something oh, about right. a Sasquatch, some kind of sex Sasquatch movie. Yeah. The there's plenty of 3D porn movies on the list.
5: No, there were no.
1: There were a lot of Richard Simmons movies on there. A lot of, like, Richard Simmons, you know, boogie down the pounds or whatever shit.
3: Oh, I follow him on Twitter. He is so positive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> everything, I'm I'm not even kidding you, everything he says is so uplifting. Yeah. I high like, you should follow him, because everything is like, this day is why I fed my hummingbirds today. Like, <laughs> Richard Simmons. awesome. Can you do your Richard Simmons again for me? I, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of those lightning It's awesome, bubble. though. He, yeah, buy his DVDs. he's just... He's a nice guy. Richard it's like, Simmons it's a, tweeting to the oldies. It's, a, it's
1: <laughs> a DVD re-release of a movie from the 70s. It's not... I mean, no, I guess you're still people in the 70s losing weight just like they are now, so I guess it works. But
0: yep, anyway. unspool
1: the real news. It's real news!
0: James is going to depress everybody. Yeah, a lot of people died this week, guys. Jesus um, Christ, James. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
1: but we do a show reviewing like, movies and we can't go without talking about the fact that Richard uh yeah, that we Robert can wait the end of <laughs> <it>. Richard Robert <laughs> Richard Simmons <laughs> died of a heart attack, no. no. Uh ro- Roger Ebert died uh at the age of 70 um from having fought cancer for about 10 years. What kind of cancer? Um I I Lots. don't know. Lots of thyroid, of cancer. thyroid, and his yeah, jaw. He had his he jaw bad. removed. Yeah, he hasn't had a jaw for seven for seven years. The guy has just been writing, um, which is is inspiring if nothing else. I mean, I I didn't always love his idea, his his reviews of movies. I didn't, you know. Um, my my uncle reminded me that he would do this thing where any movie that was filmed in Chicago or set in Chicago or based in Chicago, he would give it an extra star, which to me is just stupid, uh, but okay, whatever. I was watching um,
4: his review of Batman begins today. Yeah. And that's like immediately, that's what he leads off with is he just describes like they took, you know, Chicago or regular just film set and they built it around Chicago yeah. and just like it, it yeah. was totally unrecognizable. It was great. And I was like, but what about the characters and stuff? In yeah.
1: Well, and that's, the, that's what's so strange about it is that he is this guy who, I mean, you would read his reviews, and he would write six, seven-page long reviews about movies if 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 he felt it was necessary, and they were fantastically written and and eloquent. really delved into you know what what movies were about. I mean, I like I said, I didn't always agree with his his take on movies, but he um, also, when Friday Thirteenth was released, told.
0: Betsy Palmer, she should be ashamed of himself and he put her address on his T V show so everyone can write her hate
1: mail. Yeah. So you know what See, fuck that, that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I agree with you. Like when he when he got when he got Stubborn about shit or just mean about things, it wasn't very good. Oh, you no, know, I used to love watching the show all the time, though. Yeah, at the ev- movies, I loved everything, show. everything he would say about video games was horrible. Um, but he would also be mean to like, um, uh, Vincent Gallo made this movie where he had his girlfriend suck his dick, um, Brown Bunny, it's called. Uh, and 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 Roger Ebert, I've never seen the movie, but. Roger Ebert. Yeah, whatever. Uh, (laughs) No, no, (laughs) because he knew a lot, didn't he? (laughs) No, 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 because I know this story. Um, He had to write a paper on it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was his dissertation to get his English degree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Roger Ebert gave it a horrible review, and Vince Gallo was like, oh, you know, this from the guy who directed, um, what was the movie? Uh, that, Valley of the Dolls or something. Valley he the he Dolls, wrote yeah. the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, he wrote the directed. Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, and so Vince Gallo, you know, throws that back in him, and, and, uh, oh, and, and Vince Gallo called him a fat fuck, and just you know, it was just oh, horrible. Well. well, that's not called uh, for. And, yeah, that's and not a review of the movie. <laughs> no, exactly. And and Roger Ebert wrote, wrote, wrote back, and he was like, here's the thing, you may not like Valley of the Dolls and all of that stuff, but and I may be fat, but someday I may be thin. You're always going to be the director of Brown Bunny. <laughs> and like, that that comeback to me has always just been just like legend. Like okay, that's yeah. But yeah just throw. Him I mean, he's bus.
0: really important for. Oh, he's huge, but, but you know,
1: um, and, it, it's and, it's
0: kind of weird because I read his going away where he was going to take a break because yeah. you know his cancer came back, and then it was two days later he was he died. Yeah. It's
1: sad. Yeah. Um, and and I think part of it is also that like once he couldn't talk anymore, uh he became so like not transparent, but um reachable. Like he got on Twitter and he was just always talking to people and, and, and trying to get in touch with his audience. Um it's just you know I heard somewhere he was,
4: that uh the past few years he's also like eased up on movies, like he hasn't yeah. taken them as seriously. Yeah. Uh, so. but and
1: has also seen a lot more. You know, as soon as when he when he couldn't talk can they, they say what was his last one on. is? Uh no, no, I don't remember now. I was wondering um,
4: about that. Like, what was the last one he had to
1: watch before he... Eh, it probably was on a bed G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the last movie he saw, G.I. Joe Retaliation. It's so good it killed Roger e. <laughs> <laughs> Uh it, it it really, it's a shame. Yeah. I mean, but I was also, I was always a Siskel fan anyway. Yeah, he died so, a long time ago, yeah, 99, yeah, 99, I think. Also of cancer, I believe. Yeah. Um, so don't review movies is the lesson we learned. <laughs> um, also Jane Henson died this week, Brummer, uh, yeah. who obviously was Jim Henson's wife. Uh, and I didn't realize like in reading about her th- throughout the week, I didn't realize actually how involved she was in making that stuff. Like she, you know,
3: um, you'd have to be like, other than not yeah. like you wouldn't have a family life. if You weren't, Yeah, you know, especially like him being the forefather of puppetry and all that. Like,
1: well, not puppetry, but of of like that, you know, I mean, there were puppets before him, but. Well, but, yeah,
3: but like making it a yeah a mainstream thing, like, you know, full movies where they had all puppets. Yeah. yeah. You, you'd have to be part of it. Otherwise. And then her son
4: family. followed in Swiss, Brian Henson, like yeah. mm-hmm. did the same thing. So their f- family's just immersed in it.
3: You have to be, I would imagine.
4: Yeah. They made an empire out of. I mean, it's like. Well, I
3: fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah. going to
0: work every day and messing around with puppets. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, and Carmine Infantino died this week as well. Who you won't know, but he created Barry Barry Allen and a whole bunch of other DC Flashers. Yeah. yeah. Well, he created the Barry Allen version of the Flash. Mm. Um, but uh, which is also Wait, so up many,
3: over. like death Every, this uh, week. James. Yeah, everybody died this week. Yeah,
1: but but some things were born, like GI Joe Three, which we are going to get, uh, With which is good. One boyfriend? I, I don't know all of them. Hopefully, all of them. Channing Tatum Ooh. will show up. It's going to okay. happen. Um, last week or two weeks ago? No, last week we talked about this this rumor that Robert Redford was going to be in the next uh, Captain, Captain, America. Captain America movie, and Brad Ryan was like, you know, how cool would it be if he played the white version of Nick Fury and like he was just the older guy who was in charge of Shield? Well, guess what we learned this <laughs> week? He's going to be the white guy who used to be in charge of Shield and is sort of Nick Fury's boss, and maybe he'll have a eye patch and. The it's like, it's will be almost a like Marvel's
0: listening to my podcast. I it's really almost,
1: like... yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, it was such an obviously yeah. wonderful idea that somebody cool else too. had to have had it too. Um, in New Zealand this week, you remember when we talked about that lady who was like, I went to uh, drive and it wasn't at all like Fast Five. You remember that lady? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try Um, to forget. (laughs) Well, this week, uh, Paramount actually gave a guy a refund because he went to see Jack Reacher, and it didn't have enough explosions in it.
4: No, it didn't have the explosion he saw in the trailer in it. Right,
1: (laughs) which isn't even much of an explosion. Now, I do remember seeing that trailer and going... Like and seeing that really? hillside I even, when explode. I read that,
0: I had no idea what it was talking about.
1: I watched the trailer again, and I really, I, I. This sounds stupid, but I really do remember seeing that clip of like the hillside exploding. Going, how is that going to fit in? Um, it's stupid. And the guy who asked for a refund, he's stupid. Sorry, but yes, there's one shot of a of an exploding hillside. There's two and a half minutes of. Hey, who killed this guy? I wonder how, how are we going to I don't think this guy's really crazy and I don't think he should go to jail. I wanna, all the rest of the trailer is just people talking about solving mysteries and then some some Tom Cruise fighting people. There are no running and explosions. There like it's so clear that that's not what that movie is and that guy's an asshole for even no, asking. No, but we're
3: like how how much of an asshole do you have to be to go to the studio to get back your ten fifty?
1: Well, here's the thing: I the, the the idea may be that Paramount did the refund just because they didn't want to get sued, because the guy probably just wanted to sue Paramount and see what he could get, which is even worse. People like this shouldn't be allowed to to get lawyers. Straight up, um, if you're just trying to game the system, like you're an asshole. Uh,
0: well, that's weird. I mean, can you go? Can now everybody get a refund for a movie? Yeah,
1: like. I saw how many movies last year. I, they were too expensive. Can I get a refund? You know, um, it wasn't ex-
3: what, I, what I expected. The the trailer misled me.
1: Well, and misleading trailers that's part of the game. Like if you go to a movie and you know everything about it, you're it's ruining the movie for you anyway. Like you know, if if it's it, ridiculous. Uh, and, and I it's, went to it's see a comedy. Everyone
4: else around me was laughing, but I wasn't laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, it's not so. It must if you be have their that fault.
3: Feeling that you want to go be and be. You know, completely satisfied every everything you see, then wait till it comes out on Netflix.
2: Yeah. yeah. You
3: know, where it's essentially free or like, yeah. you know, or uh, be a, like we are when you see Twilight and shit, be prepared to like waste that 1050. Yeah, <laughs> like, like,
1: you know, or or go into a movie, huh? Sorry, with an open mind and see yeah. what it has to share with you. Not be sitting there going like, "I really hope they blow up a hill at some time at some point." Like, <laughs> why, why is Tom Cruise talking so much? I only came here because he I wanted be to see He's be with explosions behind him. Yeah, 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 I really hate hills. I I think hills <laughs> are dumb, and I'd like to see more we hills destroy games. hills. Yeah. Which he lives in New Zealand. There's all kinds of hills there. I seen those Harry Potter those Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> I seen those Harry Potter movies I was they shot say, there. Like
3: haven't you read that shit? Like, <laughs> uh, have Aren't
1: you guys you ever legit fan? Have you guys ever heard of a planet called Two Mass Zero One Zero Three Open Paren A B Closed Paren B? Is it Helen
0: Colors? K- <laughs>
1: No, it's a planet. No,
0: (laughs) zero one zero one. Really? Every time I say a joke, you think it's like the most. uh,
3: (laughs) They're. What?
0: She's been dead for like. I was saying it's
3: offensive, honey. (laughs) It's offensive. And you know what? She's
0: never gonna hear it anyways. (laughs)
3: Ryan.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh well. Anyway, you should so have bad. heard of it because it's Tatooine. Nice. They found Tatooine in space this week, and they think it's like 13 times bigger than Jupiter. That's apparently. why space is cool. Yeah, but th- the reason is, is they found a planet that is a reasonable distance from a an actual like uh, solar system that has two suns, oh, so that you you actually can stand on that planet and watch. You know, put your foot up on a mound of dirt. And watch the two suns rise over your pathetic existence. As a scorecation. Yeah, <laughs> and, and wish that you could go out into space. If only that crazy Ben Kenobi would take him with yeah. you. That's my goal. My goal is to travel into space so that I can stand on another planet and wish I could go into space. One day. And One then day. also
4: wish your aunt and uncle were killed so
1: that you have a reason to leave. <laughs> I wish somebody would watch your uncle on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she
0: does not say anything like, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said in joke about. A, well, Helen Keller's real. Dumb, star dead, dead, Wars blind fake, so, been dead yeah. for like
1: 100 years. Hey, she years, was and... pretty smart. She learned. Le- oh, oh, you meant dumb. That dumb. Mm. Oh. Anyway, that's news.
4: Is it? Because I heard Will Arnett's going to be in the Ninja Turtles movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be Shredder. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's awesome.
1: Uh. <laughs> it's uh, oh, so <laughs> you know what Maybe he's you know what he's going to be. He, no, he's going to be exactly like uh, oh, what's his name? The guy John who's Tuturu. in the John Turturro in yeah. the Transformers movies. He, like he's, he's going we're going to see his character. underwear at some point. Like yeah. He, yeah. You can I, I can see it. You All know right. what's funny about this movie
0: is how long Brad's been denying its existence and now it's Yeah uh, like it's like, ramping up production, buddy. Yeah,
1: we're gonna start getting like, you know first, first looks and, and he's gonna be like, It's not gonna happen. <laughs>
4: I can be sitting <laughs> in the theater like yeah. the opening day, just being like, "This isn't gonna play at yeah. all." We'll be recording
1: the we're, we're gonna be recording the show. He's be like, "Did we see a movie this week?" <laughs> yeah.
0: The credits roll. That movie just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you want will so and so be an ecstasy because be, be the best movie of the year. Yep. But
1: Brad will just swear it <laughs> we, off. We should next year.
0: We should just make a pack that we're gonna pick turtles as the best movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We don't need. <laughs> yeah, the realness podcast. We see one movie a year, and this year it's Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> they're not uh, teenagers anymore. No, we're no. just Ninja Turtles. No, they've they're grown up. They're hardcore. They they you know they lust after Megan Fox, like teenagers do.
0: Oh, she she is in the movie. <laughs> I know. I know. She'd probably be fixing a car or something. Yeah,
1: I hope so.
4: They'll probably have Michelangelo make a bunch of jokes about getting boners for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're talking about hey, masturbating. Oh, hey Michelangelo,
0: can you hand me my towel?
2: Cowabunga!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright, that's that's news then. That's news. Cool. I guess I can pick a comic book this week. Okay.
3: What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. Uh,
0: I'm going to recommend a comic book I've been reading for a while. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? No. Spider-Man? Superior <laughs> Spider-Man? No, 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 no. no. Um, this person is a guest. At Denver Comic-Con 2013. Ooh. And the last four issues of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, entitled Welcome to the Team, have been oh, yeah. awesome. They have been. And uh, if you By haven't who? been following Buffy lately, they have new super vampires called Zompires, where they're basically zombies and vampires mixed. Because Well, because,
1: spoilers for season eight, but there's no more magic in the world. Mm-hmm. So, so when somebody gets turned into a vampire, a demon can't come from hell and possess them. So they are just like zombies... But still, vampires.
0: And uh, why well, I like this arc is because it ties into the previous one that I thought was really good called Billy the Vampire Slayer, where Which was a, great, a boy yeah. is trying to be a vampire slayer, and uh, and he uh, and he doesn't have any powers, but he wants to save the world and stuff. And the the the, sh- the comic book is so good; it's written really well. Um, George's art is really good in it. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to because we haven't talked about Buffy in a while. And it's been really good lately. Yeah, it's been funny. Um, it's also been heart wrenching. Don, um, something's wrong with her. Yeah, um, Aurelia comes but, back from Angel.
1: Yeah, it's been really good, and everything that's going on in that in that whole universe is great. The whole Willow offshoot mm. has been fantastic. Um, so yeah, make if sure you can... if you are one of those weird people who loves Buffy the Vampire Slayer and you're not reading the comics, you are missing out because it's really good, especially but... right now.
0: Good choice. So, yeah. so make sure you pick up Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Welcome to the team. It's yeah, been four parts.
1: Yeah, and pick up like uh, they're they're putting out hardbacks for season eight. So if you didn't read season eight, pick those up because they're gorgeous. And then bring them to the con and have George just sign them. Hell yeah, dude. Maybe get him to draw a little something in there. Throw them a little cash. So did Under you the see table? the
0: spoiler on the the, the I, I did, yeah the poster yeah. I just pointed out for you? Yeah. So this week we saw Evil Dead, which is a remake of the Evil Dead. Yeah. Is it really your remake though? No. Uh Brad, should people go
4: see Evil Dead? Why didn't you with me? Because um, I love putting you on the spot. Uh I don't know if there's is something wrong with me, but um I actually didn't find this movie that shocking. Um,
3: I agree, Brad. I agree. The the effects
4: are the effects are pretty impressive, like the gore effects. But otherwise, like I don't know if it's like I'm too desensitized to violence. But I wasn't like put or uh, too disturbed with anything. It was just like wow, they did a good job, uh, you know, making things look horrific. Um, I ask you if you should go see the movie, Brad. I I don't know. I I (laughs) why not? You know. (laughs) (laughs) if you like evil dead what else are you doing with your life yeah it's because it's it's so much not like not like the evil dead so i don't know if someone who likes the evil dead would like it laurie
0: should people go see evil dead meh wow james should people
1: go see evil dead um i i think of all of us i was probably the most tentative like i was the most afraid um and especially because i'm the guy who doesn't like horror movies um if you don't like horror movies and you don't like gore, then no. But if you do, I don't think there's a movie in the last few years you should see more. I think I I I think this movie is fantastic.
0: Hey James, guess what? Me and you agree because I thought the movie was pretty cool too. Here's here's the the trailer for it. makes this movie so cool is they had a lot of, uh, I think why he was picked to make the movie is because he had a lot of ideas I think maybe people wouldn't have. Yeah. By giving the spirits or the demons actual, a physical form was a bold choice. I remember when I I mean, this is the second time I've seen the movie. So when the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa they're actually going to have the demons be embodied by something. Where part of the scary part of the the original is you never knew what the demons were. They were just being chased by them and um, so it's, it's kind of interesting to see that.
1: Well, I mean, part of it is it's a plot element. Like, when, when she's driving away, and when we have to get her into the woods to get raped by the trees, spoilers, <laughs> um, and she's driving away, you need to have something happen to get her off the road. And and having that, like, thing show up, and, and it's not even really a thing. Like, it it really is, like, her seeing what she's going to be, like, seeing her own evil self, because um, it's not even like a different body. Obviously, at the end, there's a different body. But mm-hmm. even that is, is messed up. Yeah. Um, but
0: what would, I mean, what's cool about this movie, I guess you set up. I mean, it takes place, yes, in a cabin. But it also has uh, an interesting story where it's a girl trying to clean up. So yeah. the people that are with her don't initially believe that she smells rotting cat carcasses in the attic and or that the cellar. Sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm going to call it my wife, too. She says, oh, it wasn't that shocking. But the whole time, she's she had her mouth... Her, Hand covering her mouth, and <laughs> and she kept on like wincing and stuff. So I don't know what you are talking about. You don't have to be tough, honey, all the time.
1: I, I think um, I think you you just mentioned why I think this movie is great because a, a couple of weeks or a couple of weeks ago when you saw it and I talk, I asked you I was like, am I gonna like this movie? Um, I said my fear is that it's going to be a gore fest and it's not going to have <laughs> any soul. <laughs> uh, and that first half hour th- that is about her trying to get off of drugs and all that stuff. I realized like that that's exactly what this needed. It mm-hmm. it needed it needed uh and and an, not not just an emotional reason for them to be there, but um and I, a, a, a sort of mirror for which we we realize like okay, this is really about her facing down these own demons of herself, which is every horror movie like that. Like that's not a new idea, but the Evil Dead doesn't really have that. It really is just like, oh, they're in a they're in a cabin and there's a book that's evil and it comes and gets them. And and having that like emotional entrance into the movie, I think makes a huge difference because now I actually care about her. You know, it
4: also adds like a level of distrust for the characters. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Like yeah. It, it makes the tension so well, much more palpable. Too, and, you
0: know, watching it in a theater that has great sound. Yeah, um, the acting was better because I, I it, you know, I it sounds weird, but I was, when I saw. It, at a preview that the sound wasn't as good, right, so it made me feel like some of the acting wasn't good in it, but watching it again, it was better because I think I could yeah. hear it better.
1: I was worried at first because when they first are when when they when they first get to the cabin, there's some hokey dialogue there, and it's a little bit clunky, but after that, like all the stuff once they're in the cabin and all of that dialogue is I think really good and, and also too, well. you know,
0: I liked the uh the professor more in this one because I realized he's oh, yeah. he plays a guy where he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. So it's okay that he reads this stuff, and he doesn't have to listen to the warnings. And, yeah, you know, it's I, it was really fascinating watching it again. Yeah, I, I absorbed a little more of it.
1: Oh man, and that opening sequence, like yeah. that opening sequence with the guy burning his own daughter. Um, and and if you if you know Evil Dead, you know what's going to happen. Like you know, oh she's evil. Um, but I don't know, like, oh, so what you've seen? So I, I, I I it's too bad that some that we don't have somebody here who hadn't seen The Evil Dead before. Um, cause I'd like to know whether, what they thought was happening there. Like, is this just a, did, did, did they approach that sequence and think like, oh, there's some crazy people in this cabin and they're killing young women? Like, um, cause I, I think for that, for most people that would probably be a twist. Yeah. Um, so why do you think it's just meh, Laura?
3: I don't know. I guess I'm with Brad that like. From the way you described it as when you saw the advanced screening, that it was super, super shocking. I didn't think it was that shocking.
0: No, I, I said it's shocking for it's got an R rating because it is. Oh yeah, I mean the part where yeah, she's ripping like had... her her hand out and they're showing like all the like skins ripping off. And I don't she's... feel like
4: that's something I haven't seen in other movies before.
1: Oh, yeah, it's. I agree. Really? I, uh,
0: I'm gonna. I don't know another movie, and I've seen tons of movies that well, it's. I've never seen stuff like that before. Well, well like
1: infecting people's
4: arms and like well
1: but I, I think here before. it's done so well that it looks like it's happening yeah like, I, is, I think that the the effects is. here are so good that when you watch it happen it's 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 messed up like like man when she when she cuts her arm off with the no you know what one of my favorite ones is when when she's running away when she's in that little thing and the at the very end and the like the embodied demon thingy is stabbing the machete through the wall and it cuts her knee the way that that her knee yeah. moves back like it's the Detail with which, like, it feels real. Um, well, and, and I mean, maybe and, that's and, why
3: I'm not grossed out as much by it because I like I like I see that shit. But,
0: yeah. I mean, but, so why were you gasping and like wincing and stuff?
3: Did I did. I do that at, like that haunted houses, honey. Like it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but then, but it's still. A, what? That's just a natural reaction for you. I
3: don't know. From like what? From what you described for the advanced screening and what, like our friend Devin said, the you and our friend Matt were like really, really wincing and you were hardcore horror fans. I expected it to be like disgusting and it wasn't that
0: it wasn't. I wasn't wincing. It was more of a like, Oh fuck. I can't believe they just showed like the dude getting his hand smashed and going like two different ways. And, and I I will say uh,
1: again,
4: I've seen before.
1: Um,
3: I don't don't know. know.
1: I I think you guys are being harsh. The, the, um, I, I, I do agree that like, the things I heard about this movie seemed like more than I thought. Like honestly, and this is gonna sound weird, uh, when when she gets raped by the trees, I thought we were gonna see like, yeah. I thought she we were gonna see her get raped by trees. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, after- like, I I thought like
4: that's yeah that's the impression I got. Horrible
1: thing. shit was gonna happen there, and maybe it does. But but that that scene was uh, far more tame than sluggy I thought. A buggy
0: thing going up your vagina isn't horrible. But we well, don't. No, we, but first like, of all, I thought we yeah.
1: were going to see it go up her vagina. Oh no, they would never. Well, show no, that and out. James, and, and I thought, I thought about that at first, but I was like, yeah. I was like, was like maybe I maybe
3: a weird aside. But I was like the only time you ever see that is at like adult movies on Comcast. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I mean, I know, I know that that's not something not that we're going to be able to get away with, in whether it's like
3: right. a legit penis or a tree. Yeah.
1: Um. But but yeah, but like, I I thought that was gonna be more horrifying like yeah, visually than it was like emotionally and and in 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 what it is it's horrible. It's
4: not that uh, much different than it is in the the Evil Dead.
1: No, no, but it, I, I she's think she's standing it's, up instead of think it's, laying it's on the creepy. ground. Well, that's how it is in Evil Dead too. Or with her standing up, but um, the I think it's creepier because the the subtlety with which the the vines move. I think it's really great. Like in in Evil Dead in in the first two. The, it's like it's like animated, you know, mm-hmm. Reverse they, animated. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that stuff. Whereas here, it's like just these, just these subtle movements that make it feel like the twigs are just kind of. And then, of course, the the slug is is very much a CG thing. But like, like you know her when she first trips or or when when it catches her on the neck and you're just like oh well she just fell on a branch but you're like no the branch was there on purpose you know like that was what i think is so good about that yeah, scene and you
0: know there's parts too uh you know at the end where she when she rips her hand out from the jeep Ugh. and then you know sticks the stump on there and when she saws that demon in half i'm pretty sure that's the most graphic death i've ever seen on t yeah on, on i i
1: I uh, I mean again, and,
0: you guys say no, but I want you to give me another example. You're talking no, no, about I have seen. I think Laura. Of
1: I think Laura was movies. saying yes.
3: No, that was that was pretty gnarly, but uh, I don't know. I guess I I agree with Brad. Like I've been desensitized by it. Like if you see like, like, this, like, the, like the, Song the Saw and, Saw movies, and like uh, Hostel, tons Do of you other see... B movies.
4: like not done as well, but again, it's another idea that like I've seen. I I can't not I can't think of it off the
1: top of my head, but I'm I'm sure I've seen. I don't think any of that matters because when she rips her hand out from the Jeep and saws that thing in half, it for me is a powerful character moment with which I am rallied and excited and I am proud of her for doing it. I like it because it's like, oh, they're saying she's the female Ash. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. I yeah. never said it in words. I never said it out loud. But it has been my hope. There were little things in the trailer where I was like, mm-hmm. "They're gonna make a. Please make Ash a girl. Please make Ash a girl." And it's such a weird thing because it's like, eh, yeah, because either- should that matter? But it when it when they, when they get to her at the end, it's just her and she has survived all of this shit. I was I was like proud of her. And that last um, uh
0: fifteen minutes I think is pretty intense. Yeah. With you know the monster coming up and Yeah. It raining blood. And I thought it was done so well because it
1: you I really don't know it, where it's going. Yeah,
0: because when I was watching it the first time, I said, "I think you're really going to end this like all hunky dory and yeah. that her brother saved her." But they didn't. Well, and, I,
1: I, and that's the thing. That whole thing with them, with him trying to bring her back, I was like, wow, Pretty this creative. is clearly not going to work." Yeah. Like, there's she's totally still evil, you know. And then the guy attacks him in the in the thing, and I'm going, "See, she's still evil because he's if he's still here, then she's still evil." Um. Which is one of those things. The first thing that Shauna said after we saw it, she was like, "So, what? Are the, who are the five souls? Like, it needs five souls. Who are the five souls?" And I, I thought for sure that when the horrible monster thing is chasing Mia at the end, I was like, "It's gonna say like, I already have your soul. Like, yours is well, no, already counted for." Yeah,
0: like, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, which is, and the fact that it never says it, that, like, yeah, he killed himself. That the professor guy and her brother killed himself. So those are the five souls because she already died. Yeah. So the five souls were all of them.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And so, so that's the thing. Like, yeah. he, it already has her soul. Like, I, I wanted them to just say that out loud though, because I thought it was so <laughs> cool and terrifying and like, um, and mean something to that character in a way. Like, um, oh man, uh, I, I still think the the sound effect of that chick sawing her face is pretty gruesome. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that was kind of gross. I mean, it was it was one of those things where when she turned around what we saw was not as horrible as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
4: it's, like it's deflated by the trailer because it's, it's the yeah. same shot from the trailer. So you're yeah, like, oh, is. Yeah, I, thought I was gonna see something else, which just, is
1: also true of the tongue splitting. Which the tongue splitting is worse in the trailer. Yeah, that um,
3: that really grossed me. But,
1: but yeah, that, but, right, yeah,
0: it's but, fucked up. But you know, I, it's not so much. I think the tongue splitting. I think it's what's leading up
1: to it, where she's yeah. like licking her thighs and yeah. Oh man, that is just. No, I a,
3: thought I was like, is that demon gonna go down on that chick? Like, yeah, it <laughs> was, no, yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, going to. Yeah. When well, I think they're, I think they're toying with that idea just to, just to creep you out, like yeah, just yeah, to yeah. be. You know, and I think maybe the, it, it's almost more terrifying to think that if it hadn't been for the razor blade, she would have. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's and, uh, fucked up. Um, and, you know, there's there's
0: parts too where they play on the original Evil Dead. You know, when Ash gets his hand infected, he cut it off and he was fine. Yeah, and you know, in this one. I thought I think it's actually pretty creepy when you know Mia's possessed in the the cellar and she's like don't you cut it off bitch don't Don't you cut it it off and then she cuts it off and she laughs anyways because she knows there's nothing she can do about
2: it yeah
1: well I think you you could say like well she you know Ash doesn't wait as long. Ash chops it off at the wrist. Like, she has to chop it off way up here. It loses way more blood. That, and I mean... Man, when that right? harm f- falls off and there's that one sinewy straight... Oh, <laughs> man, that was one of the times that people really... See, the and were like, oh. see, I think that's way worse than 127 hours. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, 127 no. hours is all about s- the sound and the, s- and the experience. It's not what you're seeing. It's and then what you, you have to deal with Danny Boyle's horrible ground. Well, no, and
3: they, they were describing, like... Well, I guess it's me from, like, the... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: But describing like slicing that nerve and this one you just saw right. like you know shit yeah. stretching and giving way, basically.
1: yeah, which is also messed up, but yeah they're they're just two very different approaches. You don't you don't see
3: the like emotional physical response to it,
1: yeah, um yeah, i don't know i i I was not. Disturbed. I'm surprised you loved this movie. I really did. I I'm, I was not as disturbed yeah. by what I like. Th- there was not stuff there that no. I thought was going to like, disturb I think people were me. overreacting. You said,
0: I had to walk out of it. And you no, know, yeah, because it's Plessy, so over like, the top that it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's done more realistically than Evil Dead and the, the originals. It, but yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's still gruesome. But I mean, it's not like, oh my god, I can never see this movie again. And it's I fainted watching it. And I think, well, yeah, well, no. I think and part I of think it is the
3: that's that's the height of the they want them to make money. Right. So like oh, yeah. all those stories, they like are, those, are the more circulated ones for sure.
1: I think part of it is that the tension, once the tension starts, it just doesn't stop.
3: Yeah. You know, it's, like every now and then, straight.
1: you know, and it's funny cause you kept saying like, Oh, there's no comedy in this movie. There is because in college, when I drove over my friend's <laughs> foot, uh, the, oh way my f- the way we yes, fixed the it,
3: tape. Oh the way that we
1: fixed it w- was we, we took him home and put a sock over his foot and then duct taped it really tight. No, and you every didn't time know. They, let's,
3: let's clarify. You didn't take him home. Well, You went to Walmart well, first.
1: Yeah, you're right. We went to Walmart first. Then when we got home from Walmart, <laughs> we duct taped his foot all up real tight so he'd be okay. Uh, (laughs) and every time that somebody gets hurt, man, the the professor fucking gets stabbed 17 times, like with the last time he finally, when he finally dies, I was like, man, he was a trooper. (laughs) Good for him. Way to go. That guy. Cause at that point, like he's got one hand is crushed. He's got about 48 nails all over him. He's been stabbed a few times. He killed his girlfriend or I guess they were, I don't know if they were together or not, but, um, Man.
3: Yeah, it was ridiculous. That poor. Well, guy. And I have to say, this is like a nursing student. If you ever get impaled by something, do not take it out. <laughs> do not take it well. out.
0: Next time I get stabbed and it's stuck in me, I'm taking it out. Yeah, <laughs> just, just to prove it my, my wife out. wrong. Do not, because you're I'm gonna, gonna shit a, on the way out. I'm gonna hit, heat up a piece of metal and just go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just cauterize it yourself. Because is
3: that that is how it works, honey. Yeah. Yep.
1: No, well, if you get stabbed with a knife, you just take, you just heat up the knife while it's still in you and yeah, then rip it good. out while it's hot. <laughs> and you're that good. way it seals everything it got like a,
3: like a uh, car battery to it. Yeah. You're good. Like, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like if you're, especially if it's like in, like in, in or, or near your heart. Yeah. Just heat that shit up. Like with a, just a lighter, yeah. you know?
0: Hey, and you know what guys, big spoiler, Bruce Campbell does make an appearance in
1: this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the chin. I mean, he doesn't really, it's not even, it's just a, yeah, it's just at the end he goes Groovy. And and you know everyone he's, knows he's, what it is. He's yeah. basically saying that the movie's cool. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost just like like if if the director showed up at the end of the movie and was like, hey. Well, because he's been like left.
3: alluding to it on Twitter forever. Like everyone asked him, like, are you going to be the new, yeah. you know, evil? Well, talk but movie? he he
1: always like firmly said no, but in a way that was like, oh yeah, Talia Al not in the Dark Knight at all. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Dark Knight Rises. I guess. Yeah. Obviously, she's not in The Dark Knight. So um, a split a split jury here at the
3: reverse. I don't know I, I like I say meh because I wasn't I don't know it was all right but you, it was you were expecting to be disturbed
1: by it but I, I it, was expecting I think to
3: f- like be like it was like puke worthy from what right. I understood but it wasn't I, well, I,
1: I mean, think it's can a any fucking, movie
0: be puke worthy
1: I think it's a fantastically well, made out, movie. I think so too I, I, th- I, I think, think it's really well done yeah, yeah. I agree um, with that I mean I mean
0: and what was really cool was. Uh, hearing it again in full, like, surround sound. Yeah. When um, the professor was reading on how to stop the demon, it was, the background was playing the tape from the first Evil Dead. Yeah. And it was awesome.
1: There's dialogue from, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, it, it, there's cr- there's credit from other dialogue mm. from, uh, other audio from the original movies. So next week, boys, we're seeing 42.
0: Yeah, which is the Jay Z
1: movie. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs>
0: it's a Jackie Robinson movie, and Harrison Ford is in it. So
3: I'm excited. It's a diversity movie, honey. I know. Me
0: too. I love Jackie Robinson. Don't look at me like I'm an asshole. I love every sports. time
3: you see this movie. You every time you see the preview for this movie, rather, you're always like that fucking Jay Z ruined. Yeah, because the Jay Z ruins rah, 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 rah. that. Fucking it does. Song. It really, really
0: ruins, ruins that trailer. because you don't need it. The, the story going of Jackie long, Robinson yeah. is super inspiring, so you don't need. A horrible J. G- I hate Jay Z. Anyways, because one, he doesn't write lyrics down, so he thinks he's so great that he doesn't need to write lyrics. Two, he thinks he's so cool because his wife's Beyonce, and three, his hey, daughter's hey, are hey, annoying. Hey, hey, hey,
3: Beyonce's fucking bomb. Let's I didn't not talk shit sure about Beyonce.
0: I didn't say anything bad about Beyonce. She's I said Jay Z thinks he's cool
1: because he's James. Married to she's not great. James. Man, did you see that? Did you see that that Beyonce tra- video? It was one of the best videos of all time. <laughs> You know, of that's all a,
0: time. That's what I was saying too. When people said her Super Bowl thing this was great, I said, "No, it was like She's out there shouting you,
2: Oh and
0: my not God. singing. It's she's, fucking
1: bullshit. She's going yeah,
2: yeah, yo, you know, yeah, uh, yeah,
3: yo, yeah, yeah. If somebody ever uh, gave her,
1: if somebody ever made her listen to real music, she she'd probably so give up. Fucking fabulous. You know, I don't understand
3: why. Like this argument right here has no merit. Yeah, she's, Beyonce she's, is fucking fabulous. She's got
1: about as much talent as a linoleum floor.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna see forty two next week.
3: Yeah. I Don't think I could. Mm,
1: it, yeah,
0: it'll be good. Until next week, this has been Enableless Visions production.
4: We're also going to have a filmmaker guest. Oh yeah! So if you like midget zombie movies, stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Um,
3: really hey, song. Brad, midget is not a politically correct term. I, I didn't name person. the yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they prefer they prefer the term Oompa Loompa. They prefer <laughs> the Hey, hey, Ryan got to be offensive the zombie. whole episode. <laughs> I get to say one thing. No, all right,
0: and I'm only offensive in my wife's so I Miss politically correct. Oh, well, such and, a stick in the mud. you know,
1: you're not that offensive compared to the
0: rest of the internet. Right? I'm not even, I'm just being silly. Yeah. This has been a Nebulous Visions production of A Real Nerds Podcast. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Suck my balls. I'll swallow your soul. But fancy.